right side. Light this bitch up. What is up, everybody? My name is James D. Fiore, and this is Casual Friday. Oh, what a week. What a week. I, I'm, I have a couple announcements to make. First of all, I'd like to announce that I have the cutest daughter in the world. Casual Friday, everyone. Woo! I She didn't die. She was good. Um... She, uh, yeah, I hung out with my kids yesterday. I pulled an ass muscle. I, I don't know how else to explain it, but my left butt cheek is like sore. Like when you pull up, when you pull a hamstring, except it's my butt. And so since I haven't been doing anything that would require thrusting, I don't really understand why my butt is like this because I am involuntary celibate right now Ugh, and it really hurts. So I'm going to be playing with my butt all night probably. Um, I have a couple big things to announce. I have to look at my calendar because my um, my week next week is, is is ridiculous. And I'll recap this at the end of the show too. But I have um, a bunch of shows next week. And they're pretty crazy. I have Christine Anderson, everyone's favorite alleged Nazi. And then I have the director of a documentary that I saw yesterday. He sent me a private link to watch it. It's called Drop the Needle. And I just like spent the two hours watching that documentary reliving um, so many amazing memories from the 90s. Uh, it's, uh, it's basically about the, the record store in Toronto called Play to Record, where every single DJ in the world ever went to shop. And how this, this guy started this store in the back of a, basically a head shop on Young Street. And it soon became this like, nationally and internationally known spot for like all the dope vinyl so that that'll be fun i have nate pike from the breakdown on thursday and i have uh steve pakin on thursday as well at 11. i also have sorry nate pike's on thursday uh with so i have a double header on thursday on wednesday though and this is the big one on wednesday i am going to interview a guy named james connell who's a human rights attorney who represents Gitmo detainees. And he will be at fucking Gitmo when I interview him. It's going to be, I think he told me the very first podcast ever from Gitmo, from Guantanamo Bay, Cuba in their illegal prison. So that should be really dope. Um, and, and I'm going to have fun with that. So I put uh, Lachlan's support your local glory holes. <laughs> t-shirt on my t-shirt wall um go support it whatever side of the wall you happen to be on just just go for it um because this is what you do when you're involuntary celibate and you live in a forest you drink red bull i'm still waiting for that sponsor i have a link now oh and i also talked to jeremy ronick the ex-nhl hockey player on the phone today um, because he is going to come on the show in a couple of weeks and talk about how the Leafs broke the Jeremy Roenick curse, and now they're down to nothing in the second round. So that is that. So this should be fun. Um, next week's going to be a really kind of crazy week. I'm going to go from Nazis to Gitmo detainees to hip hop documentaries to 
Nate Pike and his amazing coverage of um, of the uh, of, of Calgary or sorry of Alberta politics. Steve Pakin, who is on the show because he has one of the dopest stories ever about uh, Gordon Lightfoot. I'm going to share a little bit of that with you right this second. <clears throat> He's talking about Ken Shaw here. And Ken Shaw, uh, I guess he had like a contest or something. Or no, it was a uh, it was an auction to see who would go and win, uh, you know, this six-course meal. And that Gordon Lightfoot would be there. So he's like, uh, Shaw decided to have some fun at my expense. He got the, off the bidding to a strong start by picking me out of the audience and saying, hey, I see my friend Steve Pakin in the audience. Steve, how would you like to start the bidding at 1000 Being the good sport that I am, imagine being a good sport and that's why you just decide to throw $1,000 away. I can't imagine that yet. I raised my paddle and nodded, secure in the knowledge that someone else would outbid me and someone did. Phew. Then Shaw pa paused the bidding. Here's an additional surprise for the winning bidder, he said. There'll be a surprise guest at this dinner. The surprise guest is Gordon Lightfoot. Well, that changed everything. I now had a big problem because sitting at my table was none other than Gordon Lightfoot with his wife, Kim. I knew Lightfoot a little bit since I'd previously met him at an intimate concert. I actually asked him to autograph an old LP vinyl record of his. I was totally caught off guard when he actually recognized me and complimented my work on the agenda. Gordon Lightfoot knows who I am. How fabulously crazy is that? His article is like one of those situations where if you were, you know, if you experienced it, you would want to write about it too, because it, it's just, it's just one of those, you know, he basically sat down with a guy who's a living legend. And now that person has passed away, unfortunately. And, um, and I love here, here's, I'll tell you what I hate and I'll tell you what I love. I hate it when someone dies and then people, you know, who's really bad at doing this? George Strombolopoulos. And he always like, on the day someone dies, he'll be like, he'll post a picture of him and that person and he'll be like, you know, uh, we had some good times, man. And, and they're not really his friend. They're just a guy. Right. And it's like, I find that a little bit cheap, but I like it when people write about stuff because it's just better that it's better to tell a story than it is to just post a picture because really that's all about you. It's not really about the guy. Steve wrote a story about his experience with Gordon Lightfoot. But he wrote in such a way where he sounded humble. He sounded he deferred the spotlight to the to the legend, and he uh, made it seem like he was thankful that he was there. It it wasn't like the people that post pictures like I met Gord Downey once, and look at this picture where he looks obvious that he doesn't want to be taking the picture. Like, that's just what it, what people do, a humble brag, as I like to call it. So yeah, so um, Steve Pakin uh, will be on on uh, next Thursday at uh, it's either eleven or eleven thirty. We haven't nailed it down yet. Because as he said, he has to ask his boss. And that isn't the TVO producer. That is his wife. Speaking of wives, here is my casual Friday wife, Emma. Hello, my love. <laughs> Eating again. <laughs> How are you? I needed cylindrical meat. You're too far away. Uh, I'm sorry. <laughs> I also don't slice mine into neat cylinders. So. <laughs> or dip it in hot sauce. I, I may or may not have done that. I was going to say, if not, live a little. Yeah, that's, that's probably a little bit too much. Yeah, you it's know, not the right type of spicy content, I've learned. No, like, I remember watching um, Natural Born Killers, and there's this part in that movie where Robert Downey Jr. is like, Pris I don't remember her name, but he's like, Priscilla, I want you to come over and stick a hot pepper in your ass, and da-da-da. And, and, and I kind of like, I paused, the movie didn't, but I paused at that point, trying to imagine why that would be beneficial to anybody, and I just couldn't get there, you know? Maybe she's got hemorrhoids. Well, that's what... Well, that would make it worse. Would it? I think so. You put a hot Isn't pepper on. Isn't capsaicin supposed to be good for pain eventually? Isn't it an open sore, a hemorrhoid? I don't even know what a hemorrhoid is. No, a hemorrhoid 
is a burst blood vessel um, that sits on the edge of your anus. Why doesn't it just go away? Stop sitting on the edge of my anus. Heather. It will go away. You just you need to relax your anus. No. Um, <laughs> isn't that how they? Isn't that how you get into that predicament? Actually, no. Straining is how you get into it. Oh, there's a lot of straight men that have hemorrhoids in prison. Then, mm-hmm. because you know. Well, that's straining. my biggest. That's my biggest fear is prison rape. It really is. Like I don't well, ever want to go to prison. At least we have a similar fear. Unfortunately, mine's not only prison rape. It's like parking lot rape, um, opening my door to strangers rape. You know. Fair enough. <laughs> Just saying. Fair enough. Um, you got. Yeah, me. it's a varicose vein in your bum. Thank you, saucy sea witch. Oh. Okay. Pregnancy can cause it. Well. Pooping during pregnancy. Yeah, yeah, I knew that. I knew that. I don't um, want to talk about this anymore. <laughs> I was just going to say, because, like, apparently sitting on cold floors can do it, but I think that's a bit of BS. It all sounds like BS to me. I had a really weird day today. So, how? first of all, let's, how, how are you, by the way? I'm okay. Yeah? <laughs> I'm... See, I love how you're actually casual. That yeah. that is like the the, the purpose of this. I, I had so I can't remember who it was, but someone was on Casual Friday, like back in November, and they were wearing like a prom dress or something. And I was like, this is not how you do Casual Friday. This Hopefully, is... it wasn't me. I don't think it was you. Maybe yeah. I just made that up. I don't know. <laughs> I'm having a hard time thinking clearly today. Like I I was uh, I saw my kids yesterday for a short mm-hmm. time, but it was nice. And then I woke up this morning, and I I continuously have um this weird thing that happens to me in the morning because i was the morning guy right Mm -hmm. i was i got up early um every day for like thousands of days in a row and i made breakfast and i hung out with the kids and we played and they ate and i got them dressed and i put them on the bus that was that was daddy's job Mm -hmm. and i still have the reflex when i wake up to like start making breakfast for the kids to the point where sometimes i turn on the oven and then when i finally realize that they're not there I get really sad. So today I was like, I was kind of sad. And then I went yeah. to, and then I went to work and then um, at the library and then I, uh, I was sitting there and I, I turned to Penny, who's my coworker. Yeah. Penny was basically born in the library. She's been there for like 36 years or something like that. Okay. And I'm not um, exaggerating when I say this, she's kind of a looker for her age. Like, like I thought yeah. she was like 50 when I met her, but she's like 63. Right. And, and she looks really good. And we have a good rapport. Like, we joke a lot. And I turned to her, and I was like, because I had been there. I took a leave, uh, and I and this is my first day back in, like, I don't know, almost a month. And yeah. I looked at her, and I'm like, Penny, how is Carol? And she knew who I meant. And uh, she's like, she's like, I don't know. Why do you ask? And I'm like, I don't know. She didn't seem like she was doing okay the last time I saw her. And mm-hmm. then the door opens, and Carol walks in. And she's just a patron, right? And we're just yeah. and, and and Penny looks at me, and Penny's like a Christian, but not really like a hardcore one. And she knows I don't believe in shit. And so she looks at me, and she's just like, and and, and Carol set does her thing, but gets her book and leaves. And she's like, James, uh, oh, I, 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 that was very weird. And I'm like, yeah, I know. What do you make of that? She's like, I don't know. And I'm just like, oh, that, that uh, that's fucked up. And I'm like, what about Stella? Have you seen Stella? Stella walks in. Like this is like. Stella! That's the only way to say it. And I don't know how to like the first one. I'm like, ah, you know, it's coincidence. The second one, I still think it's coincidence. I don't believe in shit. Yeah. But I would like your opinion. 
mm. on stuff like that. Not just that, but like when that happens, when you think about someone and they call, you know, is that something or are we just human beings looking for patterns where there are none sometimes? I think I would like to think because I am currently in the same um, frame of mind as you, but I am currently seeking evidence, I guess, mm-hmm. um, as to whether there's additional and not to sound mumbo jumbo, like I'm literally thinking about scientific energies. Um, humans are linked. You can How? sense when another human being is in the room with you. But what does the science look like of being linked? That's, I guess, what I'm saying. Like, what is being linked? What is well, that molecular thing that we can't see made of energy is doing things? You know, like, what's happening? Well, and that's what I don't know. It's that, is it like a larger web of neurons, like a like the brain? Like, is the universe just a giant brain? And for, I should let people know I'm a little stoned. Um, <laughs> <laughs> no. But I think Come I'm on, the universe is a big brain. Yep. The universe is a big brain. Yeah. So what if we're neurons and we're making new pathways? Yeah. I, I mean, I guess so. I mean, I don't fully believe that, but I would like to believe that. I would like to, it, the, yeah. Um, logic says no, but the heart says ESP is sometimes real. It says saucy sea witch. Oh my gosh, that is such a fun tongue twister. Either way. Pretty sure, um, I'm pretty sure Saucy Sea Witch is stone too. Logic says no, but wait, wait, let's say it like a stone person. Like logic says no, but, no, but the but, heart sometimes says ESP is real, man. I mean, yeah, like what does logic that mean? Does say no. I love well, no, like, like, logic she's one like, of the most brilliant audience members that we have, but I don't know what the no. fuck that means. Like your emotions say ESP is real. Is that what that's is that what that means? Because your heart no, only it says means... That's it all, means, that's the only thing the heart says. like, you just feel it. You just feel it to be real. Yeah. I've had weird shit. Have feel you it. had, like, weird... <laughs> yeah, just feel it. Just, Sorry, you know, I do this a lot. I grab my nose. I do, I do this reflexively. I just grab and stretch yeah. my nipples when I get upset. Yeah, like, and it's, it's you know? literally not just... It's not any reason. It's just, like, you know, or I will check on them, though, because they're magnificent, but that's separate. Um... I'll take your word for it. Oh, wait. But no, I do <laughs> I do think there is something to it. I don't think there's a God. Um, and if there is, I don't think it's controlling, you know, the minutiae of our lives. Yeah. But there's got to be something. Yeah, I agree. I mean, synchronicity is one of the things that... I, that fascinate the fuck out of me there's two things actually that fascinate the fuck out of me and i feel like if human beings learned how to master these two things we would either kill ourselves in a week or we would be happy forever but one of them is synchronicity and the other one which i think i find more fascinating than anything in the whole wide world is the placebo effect yes the idea that you and i can take a medication and both be afflicted with the same disease and my medication is a sugar pill and yours is not and we both heal Mm-hmm. is God, I don't know why we're not spending trillions of dollars trying to figure this shit out so that we can heal ourselves if we get sick. Does that make sense? I wonder, yeah. that like, And that's it. Is, there's definitely more than we know. But I also wonder, well, I actually, if you think about it, our next, humans are going to evolve. The Earth is going to be destroyed at some point or uninhabitable. And whether or not we make it to other planets, 
the next evolution of human is AI, it's computer, it's, it's uploaded, it's not physical. So once we start looking into this, I think that's how we actually unlock the next form of us. Maybe, yeah, that, I mean, I, I feel like, uh, I, I sort of feel the same way. I don't know if AI is, is where I would go with it. You know, like the whole alien gray? Yeah. I feel like that's us evolved way in the future. I want to be the board. No, you don't. Yes, I do. I want to assimilate people. Although I did have a crush on the board queen. Not, not the not the reboot version because now she's old. Yeah. But like, sorry, but the, but the one from 30, 25 years ago, whatever yeah, that was. From TNG. Oh. And, and I, I have. Oh my god. What is there a fire? No, it's good. What? It's good. Oh, okay. I thought I thought someone broke in. Oh, is it, yes, yes. The boar queen in that is is she's so beautiful. Um. Is that VHS? Yeah, and it's sealed. Oh, why is that a thing now? I don't care. It's mine. <laughs> well, normally people do that because it's worth more money or something. It well, yeah, it will be, especially once I get it signed. Who are you gonna have sign it? Brent. I'm sorry. Brent Spiner. I don't know any of the Star Trek actor names except. Data. The oh, Data. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. I know who Data is. About yeah. I don't know any of the actors' names except for Jean Luc Picard, which isn't his actor name. <laughs> no, it's not. <laughs> did you, you watched... see? Did you see my Princess Leia thing? Oh, you did. Of course, I did. I, you know, Princess I Leia. I thought about gold... like ordering like a sexy Darth one for Revenge of the Fifth, but that'll have to wait for next year. Yeah, if anyone hasn't seen um, Emma in her. Uh, and by the way, you know how many people have masturbated to your picture probably because of all the times we masturbated to Princess Leia when we were young kids? I masturbated to Princess Leia. <laughs> That's because you're a selfish person. I mean, a bisexual. Just kidding. I was so proud of the hair. No I think that, no. you know what's funny? <laughs> you actually kind of look like like her. I Thank you. Like, yeah. thank you. I tried so hard to do like the same makeup, to do all of it. I love Carrie Fisher. Like I could um, totally picture you strangling the fuck out of Jabba the Hutt. You know? Oh yeah. Which she was wearing when without she was wearing that when she and then and then Luke's brotherly hand on the top <laughs> part on, on the bottom part of your hip as you swing on the rope inexplicably yeah. from one ship to the other because yeah. she's tougher than he is. And he's oh, gay he now. Is. He's gay now, which is interesting. Can you retroactively make characters gay? Is that is or or does that ruin not ruin, but is that sort of like like the intent of the I think literature is going to change because eventually there's going to be a time where it's literally no sexuality is mentioned. Uh-oh, am I gone? Hello. Hello. Uh-oh. <laughs> this is like, not good. And my phone's not working.
Oh, okay. It's me. James is okay. Sorry. I just did a speed test, so I'm good. Um, so what was I talking about? Oh yeah. So I think that if you retroactively make someone gay, excuse this disaster, um, literature is always going to change and it's always going to represent something for a large number of people. Uh, the star Wars series resonates with a lot of people because it's killer. It really is. It's got aliens and no, they're not living in peace, but you know, uh, there's a giant force that says, Hey, like we are going to fight against this bad guy. And you know, it's a societal thing, right? So right now in our culture, there's a lot going on where maybe having a character that identifies with, with, um, with a community, um, just kind of helps like who knows what it will be a symbol for in 10, 15 years, right? There's a whole lot of fan fiction based on Spock and Kirk being lovers. Ooh. Um, Thursdays, I'm Thor. Do you have a list, Christopher? Um, yeah. So I don't know what's going on. Um, this is pretty fun. So it's casual. Um, all right, let's do this. I don't know what to talk about. So let's make a quick suggestion and I'm just going to run with it. Okay, nor do we. All right. So here is what happens when you join a podcast and then you end up hosting, I guess, said podcast while you're on your couch in your pajamas, because this is what I'm sleeping in. Um, I'm going to talk about my, my week. So I don't know if you guys know me. I am Emma Rose. I am a news anchor on Naked News. And in my uh, non-Emma Rose life, I am a runway print and fashion model. I also uh, DJ. I, oh, thank you, Daniel. So I also DJ. I, I do a lot, actually. Um, and I also scrub toilets. So, um, I, I do a lot. Oh, I act. Uh, I was in a commercial recently. So that's me. That is Emma Rose. I am, I live in Hamilton, uh, born and raised, haven't ever left. I don't plan on it, but I'm not against it. I am just broke. I have two humans that I grew and birthed and all that. Um, they're at their dad's which is kind of nice. Uh, I used to do 50, 50 with them. So I, I know that James saw his kids yesterday. I have my kids 90% of the time. And for the longest time it was like 50, 50. So it takes a while to get used to the ebbs and flows of, you know, when things happen. And I also recently returned to work in that I started, I, I, I joined a cleaning company uh, that my friend is running. I'm helping her kind of expand it. So uh, once that's expanded, I hope to just jump into a supervisory role so I can continue with Naked News and continue with um, the DJing. I just, I enjoy being in front of people. I was not given enough attention as a child. I am one of five. I am the middle of five. So not 10, five, sorry. Uh, so I need attention, but I'm also an introvert. So I need attention like at a distance. So 
let me try and find out what is going on with James. Because, yeah, it hasn't sent. So something tells me there was a catastrophic event that happened. And we're going to hold down the fort. And I'm not sure what we're going to do. But we're, we're going to... We're going to ride this through, I think. Um, there's exactly no business like show business. And I don't know what I'm doing. You know what? That's actually what my secret is. My secret is I just kind of decided that I was going to try things. That I was, I mean, apart from, I, I always did want to audition for Naked News. That was like one of those like secret, oh, I would love to be one of the Naked News anchors. Weird, not weird, but different you know, teenage thoughts, like, you know what, that would actually be a really cool job. So that is one bucket list thing. But for them, I don't know how to invite anyone in. I don't think I have any permissions. I don't know if Douglas is in the wings. Oh, I don't want to do that. Sorry. Sorry. All right. So, um, I can't share my screen. Oh, I can actually probably, um, yeah, I don't know how to bring the link up either. This is, yeah, can anyone, can anyone help me try and get an invite? Douglas and I are wearing wings. How are you wearing wings? Okay, so, um, shit. All right, well, if you guys can figure out how to bring someone in, I don't know where anyone is, and I only have James on my Facebook. So, and while that gets sorted out, um, let's talk Star Wars. Like, why not? Uh, my favorite trilogy is the original trilogy and it's not because it's cool to hate on the other ones i just think that the concepts when it was introduced to me because they were the first they were the first ones i saw i was born before the new trilogies so my first experience with star wars was with this um or with the millennium Vulcan, with the original trilogy oh this might be james nope okay so that is also where my love of Princess Leia came in. And I guess the slave costume that came from like wanting to wear that was, you know, I was, I was growing up or so I thought. So I was watching these movies at a time where I was realizing that, you know, space fights are actually kind of cool. And, you know, you can be a princess and a badass at the same time. And just, it was just such a crazy concept to me. And I always loved Harrison Ford because of the Indiana Jones movies. And essentially, like, Han Solo is space Indiana Jones. But um, the story, the music, the music is really good, but it's not original. But I don't know. Is There's just something about when you first see it all come together. When, you know, when you watch Alderaan and everything, like, just... When you, the way they introduce, the way they introduce R2 and, and C3PO and all that, and how they 
I don't know. I remember like the first time I watched Star Wars, I didn't realize when I started watching that the robots were actually to be quite important to the movie. So, you know, I didn't really pay attention to them having like fucked off, right? And then as you're watching the movie later, it's one of those movies where you can watch it a million times and you notice something new every time. Like clearly that was a big plot thing that I caught up on fast. But uh oh thank you. Um yeah, Millennium Falcon. And yes, we know a, a parsec is a measure of distance, not time, but it can do the Kessel Run in 12. So, <laughs> so yeah, um, I actually haven't watched the movies in a long time. And I recently came across a reel on Facebook. I don't know how to add things. I don't think I can add, but add source. Oh, I can add videos. I can't search it either way. Um, there's a, a reel recently that I watched on Instagram where it's the award ceremony where Han and Luke are getting their medals and someone's removed the sound and it's just very stark and boring. And it just, it makes me giggle because that's kind of what it's like being on a set. But could you imagine Filming Star Wars, the first movie of its kind, like of its scale, and you're on a sound stage and you can't hear these things. Like apparently in the newer, uh, not the newest trilogies, but the newer trilogies, there was um, Hayden Christensen or what, however you say his name, apparently he would make lightsaber noises as they were doing scenes and they'd have to tell him to stop. So, you know, I can only imagine what it would have been like to like be on the set and just watch all of it. So human voices and music like Douglas coming from choir, duel of the fates, John Williams, massive choir. So apparently, and I do believe it, uh, John Williams took a lot of liberties with other people's music to make the score for Star Wars. But I, hi Douglas. help me <laughs> i um james is gone and i'm talking about star wars so i think we're about to lose like everyone because i don't know if it's very uh well i mean it's casual it's casual um do i have you on facebook and would my link work copy Oh, I can't get you in the private chat though. All right. Oh, thank you, Daniel. Um, Douglas, find me on Facebook, Emmeline Pruden. And then you can, okay, let me try and find you. Uh, sorry guys for this. I can't click on anything. I don't have any, I don't have, I'm just, I'm in here, but I don't have any um, admin control. Shoot. Um, okay, let me, Accept that. 
Confirm. All right. Message. Let's see if this works. But I don't know if I'll be able to let you in. But that's the link I was given. Hmm. We'll see if it works. I don't know. The message hasn't been sent. So, um, yeah. Okay. I. I don't know how to bring you in from the lobby. That's the only problem I have is I'm not the host. So I don't know how to let you in. Um, I open invite guests pop over. Let's see what that does. Yeah, I don't, I don't have any admin control. I don't know what happened to James. The message still hasn't sent. So it's showing as undelivered. So I'm going to give it a little bit longer because this is very odd. Uh, his camera froze and then he dropped out. So it was, uh, yeah, we can chat through here. So how are you doing, Douglas? <laughs> I hope, uh, great, awesome. I am not with Rogers or Fido. Um, you just got, so how was choir practice? Oh, nice. Where's the show? It's all coming along. Awesome. Uh, what do you sing in the choir? Like, are you, it's in Kingston, St. John's the Apostle in Kingston. Oh, I've been to Kingston. I haven't been to St. John's the Apostle. Your bass? Lyric soprano. Though I much prefer when I just get stuck with soprano. Um, yeah. Oh. oh, we can watch Douglas's concert online. Let me see if I can, what's a presentation? Oh, that's not what I want. Oh, I should have, if I logged in an OBS, I could have been doing stuff. Yes, we'll be starting the eight, online starting the 8th. That'll be awesome. So you'll definitely have to share that. Uh, I'm sure James will share it. And uh, I definitely want to see it. I absolutely want to see it. So uh, I, uh... oh, hi. Okay. What is this? I'm clicking a link. Thank you for the link. 
Okay. So I see you in the chat. How do we get, how do we get, oh, Bach, have you seen, <laughs> have you seen the uh, Family Guy Bach and Debussy thing? It is probably one of my favorite, favorite skits. Let me see if I can OBS this shit. Because if I can, that would be pretty wicked. Let me do live stream. Oh, that might be a bad idea. Hold on. Okay. I'm on to something. I promise. I can't see you guys right now, but I promise you I'm on to something. So there's a Family Guy skit in which Peter inquires about some classical music. And I've never done this before in that I've never actually, um, oh, Emmeline, what are you doing? I have never actually done a, a, a you know what I mean, a podcast. And I shouldn't have gotten high before I did this. I really should not have because, you know. Um, okay. So I think I've got it. I don't know if it's gonna work. Oh, nope. That was a fail. I'm back. Hello. <gasps> Hi. Yay, you're back. Uh, I tried. Did the tried. did the stream end or did it not end? No, I've been here. We've been here. Oh my gosh. And Wait I was trying to do something cool and I don't know. Yes. Ava. Pussy, as we got with the pussy and back. Uh, <laughs> we're here to save oh, you. You did yeah. so well. Thank you. It was so scary. So well. I tried. It was so scary. How did the stream even keep going? I've like turned off my computer <laughs> and everything. <laughs> oh. oh, so happy to see you. <laughs> oh. I'm so oh, angry right now. Be happy, be happy. We're all together now. No time yeah. for no time for I anger. Know, but, but you guys are like the shopping channel. You guys are all like, oh no. Like there's no, you know, and so I don't know what they're seeing at home. I know that my I, I am now tethered. I so I don't know how I'm coming off right now, but I, I'm tethered with my phone. This is all phone <laughs> that's oh. allowing me to do this right now. Yeah. Um, no, stop it, Douglas. <laughs> it's already bad enough. <laughs> can can uh, can I share the skit? It's a Family Guy skit that I think just because Bach yes. was mentioned. Sure. Okay. okay. Go ahead. I think I'm doing this right. Oh, you got Genius. This. The best. Okay. How about this? Oh, the pussy. I love the pussy. Sometimes all I can think about is the pussy. Oh, look at the pianist. The pianist is so good with the pussy. 
So you like his early work? Oh, yes, when Debussy was young. That's when you want Debussy. Okay, I'll take these two. Very good, sir. Just make sure you finish on the back. Never finish on Debussy. <laughs> That's good. That was almost worth my internet conking out. Really. <laughs> I've got to show that to my choir director. <laughs> I would just like everyone to know that um, this podcast is going to cost me like $60 to execute because I'm using my phone to upload everything. Oh, no. Should we stop and like restart it again? No. Here's what bothers me about Starlink. There's not a fucking cloud in the sky out there. (laughs) Okay? These motherfucking satellites, I can see them with my eyes. Okay? And... And for some reason, this is the day. It's worked in blizzards, in rainstorms and hail, smacking the shit out of that fucking, you know, that satellite dish like a drunk Italian hitting on his wife. And here we are, you know, using my fucking phone because Elon Musk. You know what? Elon Musk is probably doing it on purpose. Let's let's just piss off all the people in Ontario for no reason. That's my Elon Musk impersonation. (laughs) I don't know if it's good, but that's it. Sorry, we're, we're doing Star Wars. <laughs> Help me, Obi-Wan. <laughs> Engage. Oh, wait, that's the wrong one. That's, yeah. that's the wrong one. I even did the wrong one. I'm in the earlier. Yes, yes, I know. I, 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 have you guys ever mm-hmm. watched Picard? I am yes. binge-watching Picard right now. It is fucking awesome. I've only my, seen the first season. Like, my sweetie loves it. Loves it. Yeah. I called the twist though. But I always call twists. So don't call so I'm not saying what the twist was. I called the twist of the first season. I always call twists. M Night Shyamalan movies don't even friggin' surprise me anymore. Not yeah, I haven't been surprised in an M Night Shyamalan movie since Bruce Willis's wing ring started rolling on the floor. One. Yeah, that was like the last time. Then I would then you were like expecting it. Actually, yeah. The alien one. The signs. The whole thing with his, like, with the mom, like, all of the messages that she sent when she was pinned against that tree. That was... Yeah. That was good. But since then, like, what the fuck was The Village? Fuck you, Village. I didn't like that movie. Yeah, that... I left the theater angry. Yeah. And I was also angry because I was on this really, really, like, awkward date. Oh. I brought my sister. That is an awkward date. Well, the guy's nickname was Skippy. That is an awkward nickname. <laughs> Did he wear glasses and have dark hair? Uh, glasses and blonde. And hmm. I used to call him Chippy because he looked like a chipmunk. <laughs> That's pretty funny. And Jen. so he asked me on a date and I didn't know how to say no. So I brought my sister. Hi, Jen. Hello. Hi. Hi, Jen. Hi, friends. How are you? Oh, friends. Better now. (laughs) Can you tilt Uh, the camera down so it doesn't look like you're, uh, well, it looks, there's too much space above your head. I hate that shit. Can you, a little lower? I'm going to be 42, okay? Like the camera has to be above sea level. (laughs) Above 
Double D level, I think, is what you mean. <laughs> <In my laughs> fucking dreams. And my, like, bless your heart. I would have been like, hang on, friends. And I would have bailed instantly. Like, you know, tap dancing. Well done. Amazing. I can't believe you get just well done for a, basically a, a more lettered version of you have nice tits. Like, like, like you're just like, thank you. And so women go through weird, weird phases like that, don't they? Like, you want the shitty attention when you're young. And then you get into your 20s, you're like, fuck you, shitty attention. And then you get in your late 30s, early 40s, and you're like, fuck, this is great. Give me all the bad attention. Why, why is that? Can someone explain that to me? Um, Jen- I was complimenting Emma on um, the fact that she was just tap dancing her way through, like, yeah. hosting yeah. your your show. I, I, I just <laughs> moved on from the, the, the boob I, thing. Like, yeah. we just move on. Yeah. I'm just going to get this okay. granola bar. Thank you. That was scary. I've never done a podcast. Like and you were just day. riffing Star Wars. Mm-hmm. I was like, good for you. You're amazing. Yeah. Improv is so hard and people make it look easy. And then you try to do it and it's like like anxiety inducing. Yeah. It's intense. <laughs> but it was fun. Hello, Douglas. It's nice to meet you. Hello, darling. It's lovely Again. to meet you too. <laughs> been a while since New Year's. How I been? know. I want her to take me home and pet me. <laughs> I want to be a lap puppy. Douglas is the kindness we all need in this world. January 6th, okay, the kids had been home from school for a whole week after New Year's. I'd been having seasonal drinks, so I was a bit sad, right? A little depressant action happening. And I got a shout out on Eager Beaver. You probably don't remember, but you were so sweet to me from the, the New Year's Eve party. And sometimes, like, well, when you you're look a sad so bitch, elegant. Oh, I was, like, dressing up. I'm like, it's a party. Get dressed up. Yeah. But um, sometimes, like, when you're a sad bitch, you forget that you're also a bad bitch still, right? Mm -hmm. So thank you for being the sort of person who you're just like, compliments, love you. I was like, thank you, (laughs) Doug. Well, you were sitting there looking all elegant and regal and not really saying much to solve that that little air of mystery. And then you just, like, started talking at one point. Oh, I like her. And you were like, she was so calm and serene. And the more you get to know me, the more you realize that you met like the Diet Coke version of me the first time you met me because I belong in an asylum. Like, it's so great. I'm loving it. Because <laughs> I know this, like, I, I, I come across as respectable, but I'm not. <laughs> so two My Fridays phone. ago, there was mention of everything is under my name. All you have to do is Google it. I have OCD, okay? So you can't say mm. things like that to me because I'm like, yes. is it really? <laughs> so you found out about my past, did you? <laughs> found a few things, Doug. <laughs> uh, I'm Mercy. not facing investigating. <laughs> 2003, was it? Meow. Hello, it turns Daddy. Out I have a, it turns out I have a lot of common with one of the guests here. <laughs> I'm going to guess potentially me. Okay, I am so going down an internet rabbit hole after this. Do it. I have my ten highly recommend. Tell myself my phone is a no right now. So, Uh, Floyd Bumpy is Douglas a little spicy? Um, (laughs) Jen. Google is free, people. You can do your own research, right? And I did it, and I'm glad I did, and I highly recommend that everybody else do too. I am so excited. (laughs) <laughs> I'm like Ontario. I'm yours to discover. 
when you said that, you're like, I can't, I can't go into politics. I have a past. I was like, that's a hundred percent what I said. Mike used to work on the Hill when he was young. And he was like, if you could learn to control your temper, I'm like, but I can't though. And also other reasons. (laughs) You know what? I think I would run for politics and not hide any of this. Like I'm not, not everyone in my family knows that I work at Naked News. Not everyone in my life knows that I work at Naked News uh, yet, but I, for politics, I don't care. I would put it all out there. Mm-hmm. I have nothing but respect for people. Uh, b- before all of this, I was a bit apolitical and privileged in that I was like, I don't care. I hate all of it. And I'm starting to mm-hmm. come back around to like, I don't care. I hate all of it. I wonder if, you know, we need real people. I wonder if we're going to get to a point where none of us, where none of us, uh, like we're all going to be you know know, like the cold war was mutually assured destruction it was like if you nuke us we'll nuke you Mm -hmm. i think eventually we're going to get to a point where it's just like we all have something and ai is going to find it all Mm -hmm. and now we're all going to just come to this arrangement where we just don't talk about our stuff yeah that's also why i'm really nice to my alexa devices and stuff oh alexa i'm sorry i wasn't talking to you i tell my children i'm like don't you be rude to her okay you say please Yeah, when they become our overlords, they'll remember who was nice. Remember fav- remember me favorably. My mama raised me right. Mm-hmm. 100% that. I was raised by lesbians. <laughs> Did they raise you right, though? They raised me. <laughs> <laughs> I say this about I'm, my I'm, Scottish I'm... family, though, all the time. They did not have good role mother- models either. Right. Mm-hmm. Like our grandparents were yeah. not, you know, the kind of parents. And I tell my Canadian friends little little anecdotes about my parents and like the, their relationship with their parents and things their Scottish parents used to do. And then my Canadian friends are like shocked and horrified. I'm like, yeah, he used to put a glass Coke bottle on a broom handle and just go in and beat the shit out of them. And they're all like, yeah, I'm like, welcome to Scotland in the 40s. Like, yeah. oh, I know. Do you ever tell like a story of your friend that, like, from childhood and you think it's hilarious and everyone's just like, you need therapy? All the time. Or, like, Penny, all yeah, the like, that is Penny, Penny at the library today told me a story about how, and she's 63. She's like, when I was five, oh my God, James, I must have done something really awful because my mother chased me down the basement stairs and smacked me right across the face with a wet hairbrush. And I'm like, that's, she starts laughing and I'm like, how old were you? She was like five. I was like, okay. <laughs> your mom, your oh mom my beat, God. Your mom committed a crime. You know, and I didn't say that. And she's like, oh, I must have done something awful. You know, moms, they sometimes you, they, you, you push them too far. And I'm like, I guess so. <laughs> you know, like, I, I mean, there are a lot really of documentaries my... on Netflix about that. So mm. Yeah. Mm. The 70s were shit. I don't know. The have you seen I'm that really meme, for, though? I only spent. Which one? Oh, Go ahead, have you seen that meme though about how it's it's girls gone wild because when girls gone wild there's boobies but when yeah. women go wild there's like people down you have to call the coroner yeah. <laughs> why is the yeah. bed burning i've been there yeah. <laughs> the bed the bed the bed is on fire we don't need no water. So, Let the motherfucker burn. <laughs> Douglas, are you in as a producer right now? Douglas, no, I'm not. In as a producer? No, I'm not. Can you? Can you be in as a producer? 
uh, if you tell me how, I've, ne I've never Starlink. produced before. So if you need to tell oh. me how. Emma's in charge right now. <laughs> you need you need the password and the and the everything. And mine autofills, and I don't know what it is. And it's yes, mistress. Nobody's given me one. Okay, I'm just gonna I'm gonna go out. But but if my internet goes off, I, I, I here's what I don't understand. My computer was just off, and somehow Emma was still streaming. How? <laughs> the moon I is full, and Mercury is in retrograde. That's why today. That's right. Mm -hmm. Just saying. I'm just saying. Okay. <laughs> a little confirmation so, bias. I, I want to see I if my Starlink works, and I don't know how to do that without disconnecting. Do you want to disconnect and then I reconnect, and we can? Yeah. Yeah. And reconvene. Well, that's everyone else what, comes back. Let's no, just no, but, but I already disconnected, and nothing went away. Oh, ghosts! Me. There's ghosts with, in the machines. With, we there's no explanation. I'm just okay. Uh, I'm gonna. I'm gonna, I'm gonna you know what? My Starlink. You know what? It's our. It's what we were talking about earlier. With the and the brains. <laughs> you guys went from like hemorrhoids and buttholes to like like astral things so Thanks quickly. I was bon like, Jovi. oh, there you go. These things John Bong Jovi? Yeah, I can't take credit for that name, but I use it now all the time. <laughs> <Amazing>. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Fantastic. Uh, the funniest thing is the person who, uh, who came up with that. They don't smoke weed. None of them. Like wow. the the like. So I just thought it, it was hilarious that, of course, the non-stoner would come up with the best name for my bong. <laughs> but more importantly, the non-stoner came up with a good name and remembered it. That's the thing. I always carry yes. a little notebook, and I have a little <laughs> box with all of my little notebooks in it from high school of being like off my face on very many things and writing down little quotes and it's crazy how that little quote will take you back to that moment all you need is like one little cue he's back hello are we star linked he's frozen not again <laughs> it looks like he's doing something inappropriate jeez oh oh brothers. <laughs> yeah he's frozen again definitely oh well yeah <laughs> hey, uh, Jen, um, yes. what's all like all the books? Yeah, all the books. This is what happens when you have twin toddlers and you live in a condo, an open space condo. So when they get to climbing age, everything moves into your bedroom. Ooh, oh, gotcha. gotcha. Yeah. So they're much older now, but it just sort of became where the books are. So okay. now I feel it necessary when people come over, if they're here for the first time, I'll find an excuse to bring them in here so that they know we have books. <laughs> See, I don't know if I want people knowing I have books because they're all about murder. Well, that's oh. the thing. Like, this is a very eclectic collection of books that keeps getting scaled down every time we move because we're like, okay, we got to be real about the books. So, yeah. yeah. Mm -hmm. Once you have a lot of books, you can't move. <laughs> Same thing with tapes, tapes or CDs. Oh, God, yeah. I, I called that one this year. I, I actually, like, uh. checked, like, is there anything on Spotify that I can't find? Because there are mm -hmm. some things that are obscure and right. that are in the collection, right? So mm -hmm. yeah, but I was I just got rid of it all. I was like, I don't need any of this anymore. But I was such a hoarder about it. I like saved some of the liner notes because I couldn't let go. Yeah. I yep. I have CDs that like my burnt CDs that I made in school, like yep. in high school. One of a kind. It's like mixed yeah. tapes. Mixed yeah, tapes like... recorded right off the radio where you try to catch them just before the announcer yep. talks. <laughs> Oh my god. god. It was a special time to be alive, you know? Oh, like no. 
I've got like so many tapes. I had a wall of tapes. Like I, I, I'm going to be 50 in a few days. And I started collecting tapes when I was like, I think the first two tapes I bought were Cindy Lauper's She's So Unusual and Wham's Make It Big. So Ooh. we're talking like 80, late 83, 84. And then I, then I discovered like used music stores. Right. So then I was like going to buy, oh, wait a minute. Wait, I, I can get like three tapes for $10 rather than one tape for $10. And they're only slightly used. And then of course, you know, anybody that's used a tape knows uh, what this is for. <laughs> so, but I had so many and then CDs came along and like, okay. Then I sort of resisted because it's like, hell no, I spent all this money on tapes. I mean, as a teenager, I think I just like, dumped about like 70% of my disposable income as a teenager into, into music. Yeah. And then they're moving to CDs and it's like, what, you want me to buy them all over again? Yeah. I didn't really do that because, well, the tapes were still good, but now tapes are so far gone. Like it's yeah, almost it. impossible to find anything to play them on. I was like, and nobody wants to buy them anymore. And like little environmentalist me doesn't want to throw them all in the landfill. So I just keep on carrying them from place to place to place. You know what? In the apocalypse, I Googled, there's a way to find out how to recycle your CD cases and tape cases and stuff like that. If you Google it for your municipality, some of them are recyclable. You'll have to go through them and everything, but you can recycle a lot of them. Sorry. I just ran with that. I was excited. That's right. Looking mighty casual there, James. James, you're back. Are we Starlinked? Yeah, we're Starlinked. Yay! We're the Avengers. Thank you for splitting Douglas and I up. We look like the red team. (laughs) (laughs) I'm going to go for a smoke and I'm going to try to come back in a better mood. I'm I'm in a shit mood and you guys are carrying this. Uh Oh, Oh, no. Oh, he's going to be in a worse mood right now. He may not come back. I've only ever done this one other time, and the same thing happened. James went to bed. <laughs> as soon as I showed up, I'm like a curse. I should go. It's probably me. <laughs> we stream link. We stream link on the wall. Who's the fairest of them all? <laughs> People at work decided that I was the most technologically minded. Like, let Jen look at it. The only thing I ever know how to do is unplug it. And plug it back in. And everybody's like, you're the pin pad whisperer. I'm like, yeah, go me. (laughs) No fucking clue. Until it doesn't work. Why? Jen is always able to fix it. Why can't you fix it? (laughs) But I'm also like not willing to try anything if things go wrong. I'm like, nope, I quit. Bye. Like, (laughs) Mercury's in retrograde. There's no point. Don't even try. Uh, Now, see, see, if at first you don't succeed, try again. If it still doesn't work, then screw it. Yeah, well, exactly. <laughs> I'm not gonna figure it out. Like it's not gonna get better. You know, it's <laughs> silence is better. I jiggled it. I unplugged it. I turned it on and off. None of it worked. Sorry. <laughs> Sorry. I don't know if you've seen the Mario. Oh, it's okay. Continue. I apologize. I don't know if you've seen the new Mario movie, but there's a reference in it. They walk past like an antique shop, and um. He says, no, it's it's antique. You just have to blow in it to make it work. And it, they're holding like an old school Nintendo cartridge. That movie has so many Easter eggs for like us in there. All the dads were in the theater when we saw it were singing Thunderstruck. I was so happy. Yeah. I was like, this is fantastic. <laughs> I was at the IMAX at noon on Good Friday because my son and his little friend at school made an arrangement that we were all going to the movies. And oh, fuck. It's like... <laughs> 
Oh, speaking of Thunderstruck, did you ever see the, the, the clip? I think it's from one of the Got Talents. I'm not sure. Of the guy playing Thunderstruck on bagpipes? No. It is really something. You got to check James, that out. James, you're back. Yeah. Hi. Are you okay? Oh, fuck. Now my fucking thing doesn't work. Oh, you're good. You're very clear. You're fine. It's I can't... casual. I can't hear myself. Oh, no. I hear you. Yep, we no, I can't you. hear myself. Headphones, supposed to be good. Uh, I'm probably the least techie here. I have a laptop. Can you hear me in this mic, or can you hear me in that mic? You we hear, hear you in the main mic. Why are my fucking headphones working? Check. Turn them up, maybe? Oh, yeah. No. Is there a mute button? Yeah. Ah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah. Did you jiggle it? <laughs> I don't know what the fuck. Can you tell I did stage crew? I'm with you. I'm a guest tonight. But I'm not I the love host. it. Douglas, your host. But I love it. Mm-mm. I can't hear my voice when I'm with you. Boom, boom, boom. But I love it. Boom, boom, boom. But I love it. Boom, boom, boom. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Here we go. Okay. It's happening already. Yeah. Keep going. Woo! Oh, no, I gotta go. No, I can't. Keep going. Hold on. I think I got a five somewhere. <laughs> I'm still wearing my mental hospital bracelet. It's all faded. It just says my serial number, you know? You should make a scrapbook. Yeah, I, probably could. I would I need a filing that. cabinet for the number of times I've... Yeah. Are you drinking, like, maple syrup? What is that? Me? Oh, you. Jen? You. Yes, I'm Jen. I'm drinking Fentman's Cherry Cola. Oh. Because I'm a party Ooh. guy drinking regular soda on a Friday night. Woo! I'm drinking wine out of a beer glass. Because I'm... <laughs> I... I'm, I'm wild like that. I'm eating wine gums. I have Red Bull. And, <laughs> and, and, and a bad mood. <laughs> what can I but, do to make you feel better, sweetie? I don't know. Come and rub my butt cheek because it's got a big knot in it somehow. I don't know. All and right. Need... I'll go in there. Yeah, that's exactly Call me a new girl. I'll be right down. <laughs> it's a two and a half hour drive. This might sound weird, but you might want to make a fist and sit on it. Please. Yes. Or if you have a tennis ball, ball or a, yeah. a lacrosse ball or something. Or sit on your heel, like bend your leg. That might pull the muscle a bit more. That's how women used to masturbate when I was in high school. Covertly. They would sit with crisscross applesauce, but they'd really just be using their heel. I don't know why I'm telling you this. (laughs) (laughs) Sometimes they sit on an arm of a couch. Why are you sitting on the arm of the couch? Oh, You guys are covert masturbators, you women. No, I'm pretty blatant when I masturbate. <laughs> it's all over the That's like my idea of a nightmare, like covertly in a room full of people. I'm like, no, no. Please yeah. don't lump. Don't lump. No lumping. No, you no. women. You no. men. <laughs> Fair. Did you did you hear that thing about um, the the that you mentioned it? Uh, there was this article the other day I saw in the news. Uh, was it? Here we go. Uh, Musical ecstasy. Woman has loud and full body orgasm during L.A. Philharmonic concert. Wow. I need to go see the Philharmonic. Oh, yeah. Is that, vibrations. Is that because, is that because of the, uh, the tuba? Is like the, the vibrations? Is that right? No, <laughs> Tubas and timpanies. <laughs> How many bass? And maybe some bassoon. <laughs> 
Yeah, yeah. Uh, love music, love orgasms. Well, it turns out that Tchaikovsky's Symphony Number no. 5 can induce more than musical ecstasy. Cast yourself mm-hmm. back to the best concert you've ever been to. I mean, we're talking about a really good gig here. Now think about a particularly earth-shattering orgasm. Well, one woman attending a concert performed by the L.A. Philharmonic Orchestra at the Walt Disney Concert Hall, of course it would be at the House of Mouse, made those two worlds gloriously collide. Indeed, audience members reported that a concert attendee on Friday night, 28th of April, delivered her own steering performance by making a loud moaning sound, which supposedly was a full-blown orgasm. This happened while the orchestra was performing Tchaikovsky's Symphony Number no. 5, a wonderful piece, so we here at Euronews Culture aren't in the least bit surprised. An audio clip purporting to capture the woman's moment of ecstasy has gone viral, and I happen to have it. <laughs> oh, let's hear it. All right, let's see um, if I can. I just uh, have to go to sleep. Like, this is my, my sleep playlist there. You can't really, there's yeah, check no out speed except for you. Sorry. Uh, Right. Let's but see. this is the North German Symphony. So it's right. yeah. Um, how do you do? You are in as a producer, Douglas. Yeah. You'd be able to do this if you were not in as a producer. No one else. No one can do this except for people. That I, I, I all, all I did was press the share, but I didn't put it up. Somebody else did something to put it up. Okay, hold oh, on. Oh, you can. You can share a Chrome tab or a window or an entire screen. All right. So this should be it, according to this. (laughs) That is not an orgasm. No. That is a weird, that's like an (laughs) orgasm from a Star Trek character. Like, <laughs> like death in family or something. It's like a Klingon orgasm. Ruben Yordanov, that was more like a farm animal. Yeah. <laughs> Someone brought a goat to the Tchaikovsky show. I, I hope to sound like that during my vacation. <laughs> All right. We, we have uh, we have someone who is attempting to. Oh look, Wilford Wilford Brimley, everybody. Talking about orgasms and vibrations from sound. And, and look who appears. Look who appears. We talk about orgasms and look who appears. Yeah, it's like Beetlejuice. Beard isn't really gray. Orgasms, orgasms, say. orgasms. <laughs> Hi, Mr. Grizzly. How you going? Hello, Jebediah. Uh, How are you? <laughs> Moses, you came down from the mountain. Well, I was I was in the pub. Hello, Jen. How are you doing? Good. Were, were you churning butter? What's going on? Well, yes, I was actually. Ooh, a date? <laughs> wow, she better not be a date if she's. <laughs> Yeah, if she's watching, she better not be a date. She's definitely not watching. She probably gave up the seventeenth time that internet failed. But like, yeah. doing well, Paul? Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm I'm just in the park on the way home. Uh, off to New York tomorrow to see uh, Connie Ann. But uh, I thought I'd pop in for a couple minutes. I, when I get home, I'll I'll jump in for like five or ten. You know. Okay. Just say hello. Where did James go? There he is. I'm right there here, is. wondering why Elon Musk is fucking with me. All night long. <laughs> I'll, I'll be right back. I'll see you shortly. Okay. Right. If we let you in, I don't know. Stop. 
I am gonna eat this whole bag. This is not good. I mean, they're delicious. Did you oh, say they were wine gums? All those, yeah. All those, all those open tags give me tabs give me anxiety. I'm so sorry about that. <laughs> I mean, the whole bag. It's a family size. It's my research. It's, it's apparently a share size. Don't Bullshit. share it. Bullshit. Don't tell me yeah. how many wine gums to eat. All right, I'm not sharing. I'm sorry. Yeah, they call it share size. It's like, yeah, right. Who only eats only nine pieces? Wine gums are disgusting. You right. Fucking gross. Oh, burn. You hate licorice too. Licorice haters. Oh, More for licorice, me. Wine gums. Right? Jube jubes. All yeah. that shit. You know what? I saw, I don't understand. Why are adults eating candy when they eat edibles? Why, why do we have to juvenile the fuck out of weed by, by mm-hmm. doing that? Lost because ever since they had right? edibles, strangers have the best candy. Especially the ones in Mendoza's bands. But the candy part of the edible, it's always the worst gummy texture. I'm like, these are fucking awful. Give me some more. That's and that's why yeah. how I end up just like comatose on like top of the covers on my bed. Uh, that's the vicious cycle of pot. Just one. You have to get some edible gummies and then some regular gummies to eat once the edible gummies kick in. Otherwise, you're just going to keep eating the edible gummies. That's this the is my vicious cycle of it. pot. Mm-hmm. I learned that at a Christmas party one day. We went to a friend's place, a small place, and cooked dinner for six. And we basically ate all the food in the house. But for dessert, we had pot brownies. Yeah. That's all that was left in the house by the time we had the pot brownies. You see where this is going. Yeah. Where is it going? We oh, ate the pot God. brownies and then we got the manchies, and the only thing left to eat in the house was pot oh, brownies. Vicious more. Yeah. The vicious cycle yeah. of pot. Yeah. <laughs> I, I have a long. Say, sorry. Um, these weed edible crouton things that I'm afraid to eat because it's like, oh, yeah, only eat like four or five. It's a pack of like 60. It's just like a munchable pack. Crouton. I have to function at some point tomorrow. I have a long and storied history of overfeeding the guests. Like when we used to have house parties, we used to do a lot of like, I don't like, like clubs and stuff like like yeah. in, back in the day when I was that sort of age but uh, sometimes it's fun to go and have a big night out but I used to love to host theme parties so we had mm. like superhero parties and I had a luau for my staff at my house in February and we like cranked the heat up and everybody That's came amazing. it was a lot of fun I love a house party it's really good Me and I love to I love to host because I love to bake themed snacks so I have a long and storied history of overfeeding the guests because I'm, a lot of my friends drink and smoke. So then it, there's mm. just more food. And it's like, and now here are some mummies made out of hot dogs and Pillsbury Crescent dough with mustard mm. eyes. Like, it's the thing. So, mm-hmm. yeah. But I miss having parties. When you have little kids, you can't really have a party. It's like, oh, we got to put the kids to bed. And then everybody's shh, like. So I was lucky in that I was too dumb to really realize that as a young parent. Uh, but no, I, I had a good apartment, so I was able to, and my kids slept through the night because I never shut up. Like I never shut up. Like, yeah. So I, I remember having some pretty crazy parties to the point where and I probably shouldn't say this online, but, um, <laughs> the kids room became the coat room at some point. <laughs> yep. Like it's, it's happened, happened, right? So. These things happen. I slept on a shelf in my grandparents' basement when everybody was too drunk to drive home back in the yeah. day. They were like, there's your bed, darling. I'm like, okay. It was yeah. fun. It was like a literal yeah. shelf. Yeah. Like, I, I don't see wow. I don't see the point in, like, not being real. You know? Like, let our kids, let our kids experience stuff. Let our kids 
see what life is and i mean obviously we want to do what we can for them but like you know after a fat after my youngest's first fashion show she fell asleep in a pile of rocks because our tent was outside like that's what you do it's a you know sorry i'm rambling okay no but it's so true like yeah go ahead ahead, no it's okay i was just jumping i was gonna tell douglas to talk please go ahead that's all i was doing (laughs) (laughs) that's like when you you get your static comic and say okay tell the joke i want douglas to talk yeah Uh, about what (laughs) douglas here i'll give you my hand puppet okay (laughs) hi welcome to blackball I am James DeFiori, and today we are going to talk to people that you would never want to have in your living room. (laughs) (laughs) Pretty accurate. I am Grumpy Gills. You're right. Mm -hmm. Mm. It's okay. It's over. It's all done now. It's all good. It's Friday night. Yeah, it's Friday night. It's Friday night. It's time to feel all right. Mm-mm. Who's not gonna? Oh, Paul's already home. Yeah, he's already home. Nice. I, I told you I live close. Too much bald <laughs> on one side of the screen. Too much red on the other side of the screen. Let's fix that right there. Okay. Downside. Okay. All right. I'll be right back. I'm right in the middle there. Talk amongst yourselves. <laughs> I yeah. tried the rest of my hair. I'll give you a topic of discussion. The Partridge family were there not Partridge. There's not much of a family. <laughs> Discuss. They've got the red, the black, and the bit of hair oh yeah oh we did we called each other before i was like wear the t-shirt <laughs> what t-shirt what is it uh we're both doing black and red oh right oh okay yeah so is that for red dress day or yes nice i was actually wearing red today as well but because uh... of game of thrones no no. no, dude. Red dress what? day. It's a, it's, Missing and Murder Indigenous Women's Day. Red oh, dress okay. day. Well, fuck, I didn't know that. There's a day for everything now. Like I don't I can't keep up with this shit. Like it, and you know what, James? It's okay you didn't know. Because mm-hmm. I learned about it this morning, so no no fault, no argument, no no blame. Yeah. Uh-huh. Same. I heard about it on the Eager Beaver this morning. I was like, I have two red things. One is a T-length cocktail dress that is red, and the other one is a knitted poncho I bought in Ottawa. So nice. I did fringe in Ottawa in 2004. I love Ottawa fringe. Good times. Good times oh. were had. Well, Didn't they have an Ottawa fringe uh, last February. <laughs> no, that was a different thing, dude. No. <laughs> There's a fringe festival that takes place. It starts uh, in just a couple of weeks, actually. There's a big French festival in Ottawa every year in June. Uh, the one you're thinking of was um, not. They might want to rename it. <laughs> that was the Fringe Minority Festival. Right. Yes, it was. Yes, it isn't was. That, isn't that, uh, what do they call that? Redundant? Fringe Minority? Isn't that the same thing? Something like that. <laughs> Oh, let's not start talking about all that. Yeah. No. No. No, no, no. I don't know what's going to make me happy right now. I might just leave and let you guys take the show. <laughs> no, do not leave. Don't leave. I love you too much. We, we can't. It's it's casual Fridays. It's, it's I can do whatever the fuck I want. Show. It's not the same. Yeah, like, oh, this, 
It's like, his I, I could literally leave right now and feel good yeah. about myself, and, and and everything's fine. You guys are carrying the show, anyways. I'm grumpy as fuck. I'm okay. not in a good mood. My Starlink keeps okay. on going on and off. <laughs> I get it. Then take care of yourself, my friend. Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's all I do now because I don't have a girlfriend. Take care of yourself. Thanks for making that point clear. <laughs> we're we're not talking about that. I'm only we're saying about... make sure you're okay, dude. There's a difference. Don't don't isolate yourself. Stay and have a chat and feel a bit better. That's an always yeah. an option too. Is that jazz so, hands? Did you just jazz hands me? Jazz yes. hands. That's gen hands. That's the genergy. Don't worry. It's infectious. Oh, gen energy. I love it. Also, gen enthusiasm. Come on. Smoke it, might have a wank. He'll be fine. Make it till you make it. I had the most horrific Is everyone a winner, night. Jen? Is that what you're saying? Everyone's no. a winner. Is that, is, that, is that what's happening? No, yeah, but you choose your attitude. It's all good. After school today, my son, after I had boiled the kettle on the stove and the flat cooktop was no longer red, put his hand on the burner when he oh. went to reach for the snack cupboard oh, no. and burnt all of his fingerprints right before swimming lessons. Wow, he'll have a good career in crime. Oh, right? no, before swimming lessons, too. Yeah, so uh, because he has a twin sister, oh, his twin God. sister. So then he had to come and sit with me in his hand in a travel cup of ice um, while we watched his sister. Pain? No, they're not. They're fraternal twins. Oh, okay. No, they're not creepy twins. <laughs> <laughs> they're not shiny twins. Yeah, it, uh, it's one of those lessons in how much people know about things when they're like, oh, is it a boy and a girl? Because one's clearly pink and one's clearly blue. And I'm like, yes, boy and a girl. And they're like, are they identical? And I'm like, yes, no. exactly. In every way. No. Isn't that what, isn't that the rule now? Everyone's, everyone's the same. Born, and we got assigned what we are. Isn't that, isn't that what it is? So they, are we they going are there? The same. We're going there. Should I put my saying, hair up? I'm just saying they are mm. the same. The beautiful thing about boy-girl twins is that you have boy toys and you have girl toys and they're all just the toys, which is kind of fun. So it's kind of interesting to see what they gravitated towards and what they were into. But wow. now we like LOL dolls and they look like whores. It's brutal. <laughs> maybe they'll start it's reading. Maybe they'll start doing story times at libraries. I'm just kidding. I'm just totally kidding. Is it making you happy though? They're a little tired. Come on, you look like you're having a good. There time. you go. There's a smile. I like. There you go. There's my guy. I like being mischievous around controversial topics that nobody wants to talk about. There's my guy. You want to talk about it? We can. Let's do that talk too. about it. Okay, Let's but I only have it. one thing to say. Um, Come on, Doug. You red better team. work. Here, watch this. Watch this. You one better work. One I only got thinks, one thing to say. One side thinks that every single drag queen story time is being read by a person dressed in prostitution clothes. And the other, and, and other side, and the other side thinks that that never happens, and both of them are wrong. That's how I feel about it. That's it. Agreed. Yeah. Agreed. All right. See you later, buddy. <laughs> there are people who think, oh. <laughs> quit while you're ahead. <laughs> if you show. if you quit and go to bed, I'm never doing this ever again because that would be the second time I've done this twice, and you were like, I'm going to bed last time, and I was just like hanging out with Douglas. Like, What's wrong with that? Douglas that sounds like a fun Ryan. time to me. Yeah. No, How, stay. It's your show. Come on. Casual know, Friday. Fun times. I always joke, though, this isn't my vibe at all. I'm like ready for formal Friday. Call me for formal Friday. We'll Ooh. wear formal attire. We won't talk about sex, religion, or politics. It'll be great. That'll be the most boring fucking casual Friday of all time. Not I in would, my there. Douglas you know is coming in his top hat. Show and yes. I'm glad. I'm, I'm Wait. glad I didn't start the show like this because I probably would have, my laptop would have fallen inside the water. I was just, I was going to have a bubble bath 
and I was just gonna like be lying in the bath for Casual Friday, like with bubbles and not Ooh, with any nudity. James but, De F- James DeFieri. Ferrari. Ferrari. <laughs> I think we should talk about how I take it as a professional insult that I found out that you were starting to take bubble baths on a podcast when you were talking to Karima. I was like, how very dare you. Wait, wait. You, oh, I, no, I, I didn't say bubble podcast. baths with Karima. I, I just said I've been taking baths lately. I've yeah. been taking baths. Yes. Awesome. But again, I work at a very, very popular bath Dude, product. what do you think I put in my bathtub? Location. It's not bubble bath material, but it still makes the whole water smell. And you yeah, have really neat it. soaps. It looks like, uh, you know that you can't do that on television slime? Mm. You got me one that looks like that. Am I allowed to tell people that you got me a care package? Is that okay? Yeah. No, I send people care packages in the mail. Speaking yeah, of yeah. which, Mr. My birthday is soon. I'm going to DM you for your address because I'm working on a little something for somebody's 50th Ooh. birthday. Yes. You're not talking to me, obviously. No, I'm talking to the beaver up in the corner yeah. there. So works are in progress. So I got into sending people care packages in um, during the pandemic because we couldn't go anywhere. So I would just like make you a little card and like cross stitch you a little thing and like send it to you in the mail because everybody was stuck at home and people were like, this is amazing. And I'm like, I love doing this. I love writing people letters and like stamps and stationery and little stickers with my address on them. And I can't say it on air, I don't think. No, please don't. It's an inside joke. It would it would come off badly. Read what's inside the card. Yeah, the, you, the card is can too, can you begin to understand story. something, Jen? Uh, it's like how much joy you bring to the world. Yeah. Oh, like, no, I'm, 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 I'm not. She's my people. I feel like half of my personality is from the same planet as Douglas. Yep. And the other yep. half is just yep. from the fucking pits of hell. <laughs> yep. Yep. But, but, but you're your so landlord, eager though. to make others uh, happy. And that is just, I don't know, man. I, I... Did you You said something this morning about being of service. And uh, I did a Buddhist mentorship. And mm. there's this big sense, se- section that they're supposed to teach you about. And my teacher, who was a very dear friend of mine, uh, she said, we're skipping the empathy <laughs> chapter. <laughs> the only thing she had me work on personally was self-empathy, because I have none of it. <laughs> I don't take yeah. compliments well. Please don't praise me. I'm not into any of that. Um, but uh, for other people, being of service to make someone else feel better. The morning after my cat died, I had to go work at the Eaton Center. And it was like a big holiday weekend. And it was just really sad. Mm-hmm. And uh, I bought a homeless guy breakfast and a pack of smokes and a lighter. And on my way out, it was super hot. And I bought him a big bottle of water and stuff. And I, I was just like, morning, here you go. And he was like, oh, my God, thank you so much. I was like, please don't say thank you. It's the only thing that's going to make me feel better right now. It's the only thing that makes me feel better is to make other people feel better. I'm not good at like, I'm going to pamper myself today. Like that is not in, you know what I mean? Like, which you have to do, you have to force yourself to do it. And when you struggle with things like depression, even like taking a shower is a big deal. So yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. uh, to, to those who don't understand how much depression can can literally take control of a person's life, there are moments when literally taking a shower, which is supposed to be a a joyful, pleasurable, uh, refreshing act, yeah. and, and when you're in the heights and the depths and and the worst possible 
black area of depression. I don't know how else to describe it. Taking a shower is torture. It's it torture. is it's like a sensory nightmare. Um, I, when I'm outside of the shower, I don't want to get in. But yeah. once I'm in, I don't want to get out. Mm-hmm. You know yeah, what it's, I mean? It's a combination of the two, right? Like, it's yeah. like, I, I just, it. all of this sucks. I don't want to get in. I know I have to because I don't smell like a living human being should smell like around human beings. So I'm going to bathe because that's what a responsible person should do. But this act is taking all of my energy to do and, and trying to explain that to people who don't um, understand is sometimes incredibly difficult. It's like all of my energy today that I had, I expelled, I'm taking a shower. Like what? What? 100%. And it's like um, one and- of those things that like what I'm going to shower, what I'm feeling right now doesn't feel good. And the shower is not going to feel good either. And the effort that it takes to move from one environment that doesn't feel good to another is a lot because I could just stay in this one because I'm used to this one. That's- but again, I exist in duality. So I, I like I vacillate from like oscillate, if you will, from... <laughs> They use uh, oscillate and vacillate interchangeably. So as yes, like um, a first generation Canadian, my like I'm um, made in Canada from Scottish parts, right? Like my parents <laughs> came here in 76. Um, so I get like a lot of the vernacular. It's irritating to me because people are like oscillate like a fan because that's the only time we use oscillate mm-hmm, like mm-hmm. here, whereas they would use it interchangeably with vacillate. So what mm-hmm. he's saying is it kept switching back and forth from this feeling mm-hmm. and that feeling, what right? So people are like mean? oscillate. I'm like, shut up. Vacillate means to flip-flop, to, to yeah. oh. swing from, from one state of being to another. Which so, is the weird part. It's like, how does a penis oscillate? Uh, vacillate, sure. Mm. Didn't he have frostbite on his penis, though? That's the only thing I could think about. As soon as I heard frostbite on penis, I was like, oh, you poor man. Well, <laughs> here's the weird thing. It's like, it was not frostbite. It was... Uh, cold temperatures. If it was frostbite, it would fall on. It would turn black and fall off. Yeah. Anyways, sorry, I said the word oscillate. I shouldn't. Have, it's a little tangent there. Disgusting. But You're not um, the one that now I want to know what that feels like. Paul. What? <laughs> you perv. <laughs> no. Do, do you know? Do you know what? I want to know what it feels like. Temperatures. Please. Anyway, Frost, so when I'm depressed, I'm not taking showers. I'm not taking. I'm not brushing my teeth. I'm not, you know, moisturizing my face. When mm-hmm. I'm dealing with anxiety more than depression, I am a compulsive bather. Oh yeah. Mm. yeah. Because yeah. sensory, it's very calming to like have water falling on your head or mm-hmm. to lie in a warm bath or whatever. Mm-hmm. So the, the therapist who was treating me for compulsive bathing, the look on her fucking face when I told her that I got a second job to pay for my yoga teacher training at a very popular bath product store. <laughs> <laughs> the look on her face, because it was really bad when I was at the yoga studio, because I'd get up in the morning and I'd have a shower and then I'd go to the yoga studio and I'd take a class in the morning and I'd have a shower and then I'd clean the clean the yoga room and have another shower. Like, it was insane. People are like, you're so soft. I'm like, don't touch me, it hurts. Yes. <laughs> Water wasted. You can over exfoliate your skin, yes. right? Yes, so. you can. Yes, so. you can. Yes, yes. you can. So really, when people hug me and they're like, you smell amazing, I'm like, good, good. Because either way, it's like, because I'm washing too much or I'm not washing enough. And I've used a lot of like really perfumey things. Yeah. Your layer smells wonderful. I need need somebody to hold me and hug me, but don't touch me. I'm at that stage. 
Touch is difficult. And that was the time in my life. It was a big deal because I was learning how to be a yoga teacher and how to like manipulate people's bodies and learn Mm -hmm. about their anatomy Mm -hmm. and what to do and how much pressure and all that stuff. And then I had just paid for my teacher training by getting like a seasonal job where I like rub lotion on strangers and like give people arm massages and do facials in the mall, you know? So for a whole year, I had to All I heard really was con- rub lotion and facials, but go ahead. Yeah, yeah. So, I so, give so. you, I do an arm massage from like your fingertips to like just below your elbow that it, it's like, the craziest like, thing because as adults, yeah. <laughs> about this, about this, yeah. um, as adults, we only ever That's all I got, Douglas. Other- Fuck you. Sorry, go ahead, Jen. I'm just going to keep barreling through. Just going to keep just it Please, Jen. Keep you go. Track. You go. You're doing great. You're doing great. Um, but where was I going? we never touch other adults. We are never touched or touch other adults or very rarely yeah. outside of a sexual right. setting, right? Right. right? So at the beginning mm-hmm. of the pandemic, I was reading this amazing book called Mating in Captivity that talks about the difference between the sexual and the erotic. And the Mm. sexual can be erotic, but the erotic is Mm -hmm. so many things. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, And how beautiful it is, like, to be the yoga teacher who comes over and presses down on your shoulders and people's whole bodies relax. And they just, Mm -hmm. like, melt into your arms. I fell in love with that feeling. So that was how I wound up in, like, a Buddhist mentorship because I wanted to be a Jiva Mukti teacher. Jiva Mukti, they are all the granola. Like, if you are in the mood to eat the granola, there's a focus of the month. There's a chant. I rub lotion on your neck. Like, things happen in Jiva Mukti classes. And I fell in love with it but their thing is hands-on adjustments like they will come over and like sit on you and and stuff like that it's amazing amazing douglas do you have a question uh, i want, no, want? No, no, no. i want it. no I totally want. hi yeah please right somebody just come this. over and like squash you a little bit is yeah that, when anybody I have first... a practicum to do i'll volunteer <laughs> the whole 140 hours All of my friends got so much like yoga and like facial Uh, treatments and stuff like that that year because I had to learn how to do it without being nervous because I didn't grow up in a real touchy feely house like where there's not a lot of like snuggling, you know, so when you don't get that when you're a kid, you kind of don't know how to do it. And then it becomes like a sexual thing and you only know how to be like sexy touching. But like the worst thing to do is to have like a stranger or a yoga teacher touch you in a sexy way. So you have to Mm. develop like a clinical touch. And now I love it. I'm like, come here. And I just like grab strangers. Firm and confident. But well, that's the complicated thing. It's like you just said uh, uh, a yoga teacher touch you in a sexy way. And it's like it's it's not a sexy way, though. It's Well, no, but that's the point. You don't want them to come over and gently yeah. caress you. That's not yeah, what you want. You want yeah. somebody who touches you like a nurse, like yeah. you know, somebody who knows what they're okay, doing. My back is in position. Pro- in yeah. make it make it work. Um, mm-hmm. The I'll problem today, I find, is because when I the, like my yoga instructor's a, a good friend, and uh, so she's like, "You're you're doing it wrong," and she just bend me whatever way. Cool, no problem. But once in a blue moon, it's like I need to take a class because I, we, she and I can't connect. So I'm just going to go and I got it. And can I, can I, yeah, just do what you need to do. Yep. But, but Paul, um, I don't know you. And if I, I'm like, yep. I am doing it wrong. Make me do it right. It's not. Yeah, sexual. I'm like that in a sexual it, situation. Yeah. Yeah. Well, no, it is like, it's, it's make not sexual. It right. It's not, it's not improper. What you're doing is, is trying to make me do it the right way. And, and I'm completely okay with that, but uh, it's 2023 and trying to sometimes tell somebody that 
when you touch me like that, it's not sexual is weird. <laughs> like, yeah. you well, know, we it, have that in dancing and acting too, right? When yes. you get a group together on a show like this and all of us like the show that I'm doing, I'm a grandson and I've got like my four grandparents as mm. well. You know, can I, when we like, oh, hi, you know, do I kiss you on the cheek or do I hair kiss? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, as yeah. I walk by, can I kiss you on the head? You know, like the sort of, you know, that, that type of thing. Uh, and with dance was the same thing. I mean, the places where you put your hands on other people's bodies to do lifts. It's like, <laughs> you're going to be grabbing ass at some point. <laughs> or you have that thumb slip, you know, that thumb slip on the like satin slip, yeah, tights or whatever. Shit, no. Jesus. <laughs> Like a I was fortunate ago. to always be like the largest girl. So whenever there was like an odd number or we couldn't find enough boys or whatever, I always had to do it. I'm like, yeah, it's fine. I'll do, we the do it. Well, we were doing yeah. Chicago a few years ago. Mm-hmm. Yes, and you know, the, the, the girls in Chicago were all wearing fishnets. So we're all dressed in black and we do this thing with this lift where she goes up and then goes on my shoulder. And then she's standing up and doing that thing like this. And I'm just holding. And then we bring her down. And every time she got down, her fishnet stockings would get caught in a button on my shirt. And she'd go down and I'd have my nose right in her butt. <laughs> so we had to actually put like a, a panel on top, black panel of material on top of the buttons to make yeah. it slip. Fishnets will catch on anything. They will catch on anything. Exactly. So they put the thing that like this, and then she goes up and then she goes down. And then all of a sudden we're sitting there like, did we miss a couple of steps? Because all of a sudden we have all this time. Because you're trying not trying to, to dis- unstangle <laughs> her like this. I was like, oh no, we actually have like four beats to walk to the next place. Now rather we can than saunter. Running. Yeah. <laughs> or saunter or like a little posse all the way, a little jazz. Vinyl does it too if you're in like a slightly sweaty like a club environment if you're wearing mm-hmm. vinyl and he's wearing vinyl and you kind of like lean into him at all now you're stuck together yeah. and that shit is embarrassing trying yeah. to like cry it's like the least goth but, thing in the world trying to be like ah. but for about a week and a half vinyl? every time she came down i had my nose right in her butt yeah 100 percent. and i i just yeah you put deodorant in places when you're doing partner dances that you had never put deodorant before and you're like i yes. want to be powder fresh in this scenario. yes like yes i used to walk Happy. around with my altoids i'm an altoid enthusiast i love altoids <laughs> so i used to walk around with my little tin of altoids before the show because we all had to be like face to face with each other and i'm like please everybody take an altoid because i smoke cigarettes and like i love coffee so like let's all have a mint when i dance yeah. it's like full body deodorant like just cover my body in it because oh, i i turn yeah. i start sweating in the summer waiting for the light to turn green at a corner so when we add movement and like this is grab the arm whoa oh boy she went flying right <laughs> like, when i worked in hot yoga your body just thinks you're in the yoga studio so it's like oh it's hot now every pore is sweating and yeah. i remember being at pride one year and we were like let's go to marble slab and i stood there in front of the marble slab and i was like i wonder how much money i'd have to pay them to put my butt on that cool marble slab. <laughs> really? i am the sweatiest beast like i am just like your your thermostat is set like it's just yep. a thing so like yeah i'm not that three girl songs at the dance jacket. club i am soaking wet yeah. But you're a man. It's okay. It's, it's manly for you to be sweaty. You don't want to be the sweaty girl. You're the tallest girl in the room. You're the sweatiest girl in the room. You're Scottish, so you're beat red. Fuck. Like it's, How it's tall hard are being you? A girl, you had man. it going on, didn't you, Jen? Oh, my God. Not cute, man. The, the goal is the key is to just wear as little clothing as possible because that works for on every level. I'm 5'10 on flat feet. And oh, I was wow. Okay, on so. flat feet back then. So, so yeah. I'm 5'12. Oh, hello. <laughs> That's six I'm five feet six. I'm one size. Five six. James, you're five six too, aren't you? Five six and a half. Five six yeah. and a half. Yeah. 
but I think I'm 12 feet tall, so it kind of makes up for it. I'm like you. I'm 5'6 in real life, and I'm 6'5 in my head. Yeah, <laughs> I, I, but I've never cared about being short. It never bothered me. It bothers... And, and it, what's hilarious... You ever been accused, Douglas? You probably haven't, because your disposition is a lot more pleasant than mine. But I've been accused so many times of having a Napoleonic complex. I've never wished I was taller. And, uh, you know, my Dude, temper, I don't get that vibe from you at all. My temper no. comes from me being Italian. If I have one at the time, if I if I want to dismantle someone's psychology and I just go ahead and do it, it's not because I'm short. <laughs> you know what I mean? Tall people may have a Kareem Abdul-Jabbar complex because I think really what happens is that tall people always think that short people have a Napoleonic complex. That in and of itself, I think, is... We're always coming for them. I think that tall man complex where they just make this blind assumption that the short person wishes he was taller is a complex. You know, mm. I, I, I don't wish I was taller. I, I'm t- you, perfectly. You know tall. what, though? I, <laughs> that I think that might be a thing, actually. It might be a thing. I think. It yeah. Is. No, I, I, and I don't I don't say that flippantly. I'd like there. There's I think there's a legitimacy to what you just said, because uh, I've I've certainly met a number of of. Uh, tiny men in my life in in a pub in a pub because go figure i've been in a pub before uh who've who've had like a bit of a chip on their shoulder so i i think i'm probably predisposed to uh imagining that every shorter man that i meet in a pub feels that way and 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 I know it's stupid to think that way. I, like I I I legitimately do realize that no, that that's not realistic. That's that's stupid. But I'd be lying if I I've, said I. I've seen I, the look. I've I never seen, thought and, that. And honestly, I've I've dated uh, girls as tall as Jen, and I used to encourage them to wear pumps <clears throat> because I loved it. I loved the juxtaposition. Same here. Of being a half foot taller or shorter than the woman I was with, and the looks <laughs> that you get from tall people, especially men. Are like, like almost like a like a shit eating grin kind of look, like what the fuck does that short yeah, guy yeah. do with that tall chick? Blah, 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 blah. You know, and it's just like, and it's funny because, and then and then you look at him, and then you just you just laugh and shake your head, and you can see the look. What's the matter, little guy? Like like what? You don't like it then? And it's just like you sound like a fucking douchebag right now, and I think it's hilarious, right? Like, and and, and it's weird. It's it's like I don't know what to compare it to, but I've seen the look a million times. And you know why? Mm-hmm. And and the look is similar to, and I, and this is this might sound controversial, but when you're a white rapper and you walk into a room and there's no other white people there, you get looks that oh, before yeah, yeah. they hear you spit, you get the look, and right. the look is like this white boy doesn't know how to spit, and it's the exact same look as the tall guy going, look at this little fucking short guy, like and it's and you know if he gets mm, mad, yeah. it's because he's short, and it's funny, it's, just, it's 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 interesting. I don't know, maybe. Maybe not all short people are, are like me, but I, I actually like being short. I, I, I would. If me someone see, me said, too. we can snap your fingers and make you six feet tall, I'd be like, don't snap your nope. fingers. Just go give me a drink. So, so two of my dearest yeah. friends on earth are, are, are these incredibly tall six foot two women who, at once in a blue moon, we'd, the four of us would, well, three of us, and another friend would join. Uh, so I'm six foot and I'd be wearing boots, so I'd be 6'2", and they'd be, they're 6'2", and they're wearing boots, and they're like 6'6", because they're four-inch heels. And I'm in the middle of them, and I have one on each arm, and I'd walk into the pub, or the club, or wherever we went, one on each arm. And the owner would immediately approach me. Hey, you should come out here more often. Why? Like, why why should I come out here more often? Well, we just, we just, 
think it would be fun if you were here more often. I'm like, uh-huh. And I knew the owner. Like, I, these are clubs we all went to, uh, places I DJed at, places I helped promote or whatever. And and inevitably, like, yeah, Paul, you should come here more often because, you know, and bring your friends. <laughs> <laughs> and there's a, and then inevitably some I shit you not over the lot like 20 years ago this wouldn't happen but 10 years ago we'd be out somewhere in Montreal or Toronto occasionally in Ottawa and somebody would come up and go uh do, do you guys um would the three of you be interested in making a film wow. <laughs> oh yeah oh, that happened a lot we could give you like 20 grand for today. And I'd be like, look, I, I'll take the 20 grand, but neither one of these two women need it. <laughs> this is what they earned yesterday. Okay. They're rich as shit. Because they they're really good at their fucking day jobs. Me, I'm poor as a fucking broke ass son of a gun in the, in the, in the gully over there. But they don't want to do My only it. question yeah. there is what kind of film? <laughs> what are yeah. the requirements? Oh, well. Western. <laughs> James, I identify with what you said about being the only white rapper because it's like being the fattest one when you walk into a dance class. Oh. And everybody yes. just assumes that you can't dance. Or, or and you're white a, as fuck and, yes. and you're a little round, you know, you're a little curvy and they're like, oh, there's no way. And you're like, okay, that's okay. Now, uh, now be the boy. Yeah, yeah, exactly. It's okay. I'll pick you up, bitch. That's fine. Third dance but class. I hope I don't drop you. Third dance um, class, the teacher. You'll never be a dancer. Your butt's too big. But Jen, third, you're, Douglas, you're... you said we didn't hear you loud enough in the private chat. Who? What the fuck are you talking about? That was you, James, when, you said, when you were talking to to Paul. When Paul was saying something, we we couldn't we could barely hear you. Oh, okay. I said you, Western. You, I think. Yeah, Western. We heard it was before. Oh. But with, with the short thing, I'm like you, James. I've uh, I, I I like being short, particularly when I'm on a plane. Thank you very much. Uh, the only time, the only time I wanted to be taller in my life is I always want, I figured because I was a dancer and because I've got a rubber face that I really would have been really good at runway if I were taller. I would have liked to try runway. Why, so why, did, why did Kate Moss get the But other than that, pardon? Why did Kate Moss get the exception for the whole not having to be tall thing? What, what was up with that? Lots of supermodels are not tall. Yeah, really. Yeah, women not not as much. Yeah, yeah. Um, But the men, it's like I think if you're, I think minimum to even be considered is five eleven. Really? Well, I think it's cultural. I mean, other than print, depending in Japan, maybe it would be shorter and stuff like that. But I think it's yeah, five eleven to five eleven to six two is the the, the, is about the the range. Another racist moment by Douglas. The least racist man on the internet. (laughs) That's probably where I'd have my best shot. (laughs) But it's cultural too, because like if when I go to Scotland, I'm taller than all the women and I'm taller than all the men, right? Like the average height for men in Scotland, or at least it used to be when I used to be there, was Mm. like my dad is five seven. Like they're not, I'm a giant. Like everybody's like, who's that big darling when I come in? I'm like, hello. (laughs) I'm too big for the whole country. When I talked about the the two women I'd go out with, and they were both six two, one of them was born in Glasgow, right? And and, and she came yeah, to Canada. Bit, that like, Highland blood in her eye—it's so when, true. When she, but when she came to Canada, my... she was fourteen. So when she came here, she she still had a thick Glaswegian accent, and she mm. learned how to get rid of it. 
So here's the best part when she, you know, get a couple of drinks into her, get around a Scottish person and ah, the glass vegan comes right in. When Why would you I'm ever ang- want to shed your Scottish accent for a Canadian A? My mom did. My mom really? did so hard. Oh, well, you should hear my mom speak. You have no idea where my mom's from when she talks, when she's oh, yeah. using her Canadian voice. I don't know voice. where I'm from. <laughs> she has to use her Canadian voice or the Alexa, does, like her Alexa or her Siri or whatever doesn't understand her. She's like, I have to use my Canadian voice. It's, it's jokes. My dad, on the other hand, um, who grew up in the same village as my mom and had the same Scottish accent, not a single one of my Canadian friends could ever understand what he was saying. Mm. Like, your dad's talking to me. I'm like, it's okay. Uh, yeah, <laughs> but then you go to preschool and you say a word like first instead of first. Uh. Yeah. yeah. So uh, even though I'm like the whitest person on the planet, I have an inkling <laughs> of what it's like to code switch, like when you're mm. out at Canadian mm. school and when you're home and how you mm. say things, because you can't say purple because your parents are going to make fun of you. You have to say purple when you're at home and like yeah. pronounce the R. But then you go to school. and If you say it like that, then every little mm. kids are going to make fun of me. Like, fuck. So I, I just had a British guy not too long ago make fun of how uh, we say aluminum. And he's so right. Aluminium. Aluminium. Aluminium because why Aluminium. do we make the eye silent? It doesn't make it. Can I can I kill your Italian soul soul in sure. uh in Scotland? Island. It's yeah. oregano as opposed to oh. oregano. Wow. Yeah. Oregano. 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 I was like, what is what are you talking about? <laughs> it did not <laughs> register. It was the same word. Someone at said all. the other day, instead of saying rhetoric, they said rhetoric. And I was like, rhetoric. What? But rhetoric. I love that. I love when that happens because that means that people have only ever read that word yeah. and maybe not True. heard it spoken. Yeah. So I try not to be like a fucking pedant about it when people mispronounce words so that I know that, like, I remember we did an audition once and the girl said bourbon. Because she yeah. was like 15 and she didn't know what bourbon was, even though I was also was that, 15 and I knew what bourbon was. said rhetoric? I'm, 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 it was Cheryl. It I'm was Cheryl Hope. Oh, it was however, raining pedantic. However, That's the okay. thing is, you need to understand is like, yes, I'm hyper pedantic. I am. But if somebody mispronounces something, I won't necessarily That's jump to, to chew them out. I'll, I will literally go, oh, um, is that a word you read? Yes. Oh, okay. Phonetically? Um, well, it's pronounced this way. And they were like, oh, because, you know, it. when you know better, you do better is what it boils down to. I'm, I'm hyper pedantic. I can't help it. It's my ADHD is what it is. But I will say this. OCD. <laughs> well, yeah. ADHD, OCD, <laughs> anxiety, and depression. I, I've got all the... So much fun. ADD. I'm a member of an alphabet like mafia, OCD. but it's not that alphabet mafia. James, look at James's face right now. I find this like self-manufactured joy, and I, and I'm happy you can. I just don't know how to identify with it. I'm just like right, right. You don't have to do anything. Just be, just be. You. Just be. Yeah. We love you. You are, brother. Yeah. I don't. Good day, bad day. Pissy, nice. We like you. Butt hurts. Your butter. Wasn't me. It's not my fault. Wasn't me. <laughs> I didn't do anything. Why does my left butt so, hurt so much? So I'm not even in the same city. I'm not. Have that you been good. jogging? Is that why? So oh, so. Been, oh. Here's something That's why your cool. butt cheek hurts. How do you? Here's something cool. James. I'm I'm the first person James has met from the Crier Network. That is true. In person, I've never and, met uh, Dean in person. I've never met, and I consider Dean to be one of my best friends. Right? Oh yeah, and yeah. and and 
we had a great fucking night together. Uh, yeah. Dude, I, I cherished that night. I had so much fun that night. I really did. So did I. I really, really did. And and uh, thank you for that. And I'm so happy we're, we finally met. And, you know, I'm, I'm happy we're friends, you know? Yeah, me too. I'm it too. Makes me, uh, it makes me feel good. And if you threw a party, all my friends are just invited. Everyone, that's okay. It's like I feel like I'm in a. Every time I see my friends, I feel like I'm like, you know, at a max hedge at Max Hedrum's house or something. Because I, I only know all my friends through the digital world. I don't. I don't. Right, right. Like I have fr- I have my count them on one hand friends that I've known for fucking ever. Mm-hmm. And uh, and then I have um, like twenty digital friends. And I've never met any of them except for you, Paul. <laughs> like so, uh, so, so here's a weird. And Jen, weird, I met you once. Weird connection. Am I allowed to say that? Yeah. Okay. Oh, okay, okay. I, I was uh, I was at work one day, and and a gentleman comes up to me. He goes, "Hey, hey, 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 Paul." I go, "Yeah, hey, how's it going?" And and everybody knows me because of what I do in my workplace. I take care of all the audiovisual services and the video conferencing stuff. And I go, "Hey, how's it going?" He goes, "Hey, I saw you on James's show the other night." And I went. Uh, okay <laughs> like, like okay he goes yeah we went to high school james and i went to high school together we're good buddies i haven't seen him in a long time and then we reconnected and boom 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 and i saw the thing and that that like great Who's show i'm like okay that was good glad you liked it i, I like <laughs> you Who know it was like the, the worlds were colliding who was the person was the person i i don't know I, I, I literally don't know um, he knew who I was. Like in person uh, or online? No, would in in the building. I met him in the building at work at my mm-hmm. place of work. Oh, and he went to high school with me. Yeah, yeah. They knew you knew each other from high school. Um, and it I'm was very kind of, of who this person was then. Well, oh, that kind of, would make me fucking crazy. <laughs> well, no, he he could be watching tonight. So who hey, was hey, it? Hey, uh, what did he friend, look? whoever you are, get in touch with James. <laughs> well, it, no, 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 actually, was... no, no, I don't need that. Don't need no, that. okay, no. don't do that. Get in touch with me so I can. <laughs> there you go. Yeah. He was really sweet. He was really sweet, and he Mr. was like, "Hey, I saw the on the show, and and uh, I love what you guys do, and uh, keep it up." You know, like he was, he, he was super cool about it. He really was. Mm. But it was kind of like a, uh, I don't know how to react to that. Three days later, somebody goes, "Hey, Paul, you gonna have another podcast soon?" And I'm like, uh. Yeah, and it's like, wait, wait, which one are you referring to? I have a lot of, yeah, and he meant the jazz one, but I didn't know. Nice. So you know, it's weird. It's I remember I was in Montreal a few years ago, and I was working on a musical, and one morning in the neighborhood where I was staying, I just decided I was going to the dollar store and pick up a couple of things, and as I was there, somebody stopped me and goes, "Are you the guy that's in that show?" first time that ever happened to me in my entire life it was really weird like this the person was really nice it wasn't creepy at all it was mm-hmm. just like I, I saw you last night you guys were great and i was like oh thanks thank you but it was like you i have to leave the I, house i've for never that do a show right? and i'm recognized on the street afterwards right like a couple of days like like maybe if we come out of the theater like maybe half an hour later and there's still people hanging around oh great show you know we say but like the next day somewhere else never happened it was like are you in that? Show? Like, why? <laughs> At first, is oh, oh, well, thank you, thank you, thank you very much. <laughs> but it's completely off-putting. You don't expect it at all. It's weird. I've never had anyone recognize me from uh, anything good. 
It's, it's just really weird. I, I had school <laughs> friends. Think, uh, that, that, that thing that we did, uh, the, the extra thing for that uh, miniseries, Pour Toi Flora, in, uh, oh. in, in Hull, when we did that, um, I had like friends like from elementary school call us like, did I just see you on TV? <laughs> it's oh, like, really? I used to get yeah, that yeah, when that I did me. a lot of background yeah. people. I just get like random messages online and they'd be like, I'm watching Rookie Blue. Like, is that you? I'm like, yes, it is. Yeah, that was me. <laughs> that was the most I've uncomfortable day on set. Even worse than like stilettos all day is wearing like the cop thing with like the yeah. heavy belts uh, and like the vest and everything else. Holy shit. Walking around with like that. 50 yeah. pounds of stuff. I, I used to get that too, like the TV stuff because I, I had this habit of um, – because I lived downtown for like 20 years and I used to, whenever I'd see like a camera crew trying to get that man on the street content, I would mm. just make a beeline <laughs> towards it. Yeah. So I was on this hour's 22 minutes. I was on Air Force. I was on Much Music. Nice. I was on like City. I was on like, all this stuff all the time. So I used to get people calling me all the time. Like, I just saw you on TV. And I'm just like, oh yeah, which one? Well, it was weird. You were on CP24 and then like an hour later you were on Air Force. <laughs> <laughs> Awesome. I was the intro clip for podcast. I've never been recognized once for the podcast, but I, but since I've been, I've been living in a forest since I've been doing this podcast, I literally been out in the public, including the time I saw you Paul three times. Yeah. Yeah. You've you've been kind of isolated for the last few years. Yeah. Yeah. Go ahead, Jen. I'm sorry. No, it's okay. I was uh, the intro clip to remember new music, the new music, whatever it was on Tuesday back in the day. Yeah, Yeah, because I was standing outside of a Marilyn Manson concert and was lippy, lippy, lippy. So, of course, and I I got my tickets for as my Easter present from my mother. She was like, go see your show. So I was like, yeah, it was great. It's the major Christian holiday of the year. And I got tickets to go see the Antichrist. And they used it for like two fucking years. Oh, sweet. It was so embarrassing because I'd be in the room with people and it would come on yeah. and it's like me like being 15 year old lippy and i'm like embarrassing i got kicked in the face put, that night they should have put you an actra for that that repeating that so many times seriously <laughs> i came so close to getting an actor credit one day when i was doing the kennedys um i don't know if anybody saw the kennedys yeah yeah it was, it was a great series the, it was a great series. It was, it was a lot of fun. I could Back eat lunch life. and like look at Katie Holmes some days. It was kind yeah. of fun. But um, period pieces like that are fantastic because all you have to do is show up to set with like clean skin, clean hair, clean mm. brows, right. and they do it all, right? right? And I'm a weird size, so I get a lot more like new things. I'm not wearing like the old musty dusties. Right. I get like the new vintage looking stuff, which like is right. nice. Like skirts and shit? Like, pencil yeah. skirts and like yeah. lots of peplum and like little blazers and stuff so many illicit selfies taken in like background like <laughs> nooks and stuff like well like big beehives and stuff because it was so over so fishnets? many different decades you ever, you ever had to no fishnets? i did a couple of days doing like fetish work and stuff like that so i like had lunch with pictures? the pony play people and stuff yep. like that they're on my facebook <laughs> but again sweatiest woman ever because you get to an all-day shoot oh gross uh you get to an all-day shoot at uh it's your fucking body yeah yeah um i i know what jen's saying there's sometimes uh, yeah well it's a long time ago go to the facebook page i know it's just jokes it's okay you love that bit where you bounce out and then bounce back in i don't like the gross comment go ahead and okay, out, guys. Julie noted. All right. Bye, my friend. Right. See you later. Night, night. Safe conference. travels, my friend. Enjoy Thank your you. show. Take lots Take of content. I will. Bye. Um, so I got pulled by the director one day to stand right next to Bobby Kennedy when he's doing like a very big speech. There's a conspiracy theory about the woman in the red dress. Mm-hmm. Um, and apparently I looked like her. So I got a little red dress and a kerchief and like a really angry. Theory. Like the night he um, got shot? She, 
She, yeah, which was the worst night of shooting ever, just like running through the kitchen underneath the Royal York all night long, screaming like that affects you. <laughs> you yep. can't yeah, it does. It does. Pretend panic, you know. I think that kind but of, that, there's that, a conspiracy that... theory. Oh, sorry. No, I was gonna, no, go ahead. It was going to be a bad joke about shooting and kitchens, and Bobby probably had it worse than you. No go. shooting, just running because you're I the know. background, right? Know, so there's no action. It's just you running and screaming all night. It was not fun, yeah. but. Um, still better than working at the mall, but yep. <laughs> um, there's this conspiracy theory because there was this woman who apparently was like a big groupie of his and she's always just like near him on a lot of his stage, like the historical footage and mm. stuff like that. So yeah, but I got a really angry wardrobe lady who was like mad at me because I had a tattoo on my ankle. I'm like, well, it's a crowd shot. Nobody's going to see my feet. And she was mad and like putting all this like really thick makeup on my foot. And I don't like people touching my feet because I used to be a dancer and don't touch my fucking feet. Mm -hmm. So I've been taking care of my feet. I have the same thing. Have you been taking care of your feet? Good. I have a hand fetish and a foot aversion. Same. Yeah, I don't like uh, feet. But but my feet, I I took my my shoes and socks off once like a while ago and i was like all right you gotta do something about this shit (laughs) fucking everything was awful i I was limping because both my calluses were so bad right like i was like literally limping around the house and then i when i discovered baths okay and this this is just in the last few weeks i was like I, i you know i got out of the bath and i was like what's going on down there and my feet were literally shedding Mm-hmm. And I was just like, oh, oh. Okay. That's when you got to get the big cheese grater out and do your heels. I, right. I have one of those your hooves. lava rock things, right? Yep. Like whatever Ooh, there you go. Is. Get your pumice on. Pumice. Nice. Yeah. And uh, and so so I, I'm now taking two baths a day and I've been working on my feet like every. I, the only thing I don't know how to Good do man. is make like I know how to cut my nails, but I don't know how to like file. them. I don't know how to do that shit. I, I don't know yeah. what that, all that is about. But my calluses are like 80% less than what they used to be. Nice. I'm not limping. I can literally yep. jump and land and not scream my head off. Yeah. My 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 socks no longer have holes at the toes, you know? Like I've gotten a new socks and they're they're still not ruined, which is a record. There you <laughs> go. Pretty feet. There you go. When I stopped feet. dancing, I was like, I'm gonna have pretty feet. I'm gonna be a girl with pretty feet. Because when you're like tap dancing and ballet dancing and stuff like that, your feet are not pretty. Yeah, mm-hmm. I've seen that. I was I was very lucky to not like twist an ankle or bust a toe or something like that. My knees were terrible, but my feet were fine. So fortunately, I'm I I, I danced from eight to twenty one, nice. several hours a week, and fortunately, my feet still look human. I have like no black nails. I have all my nails. <laughs> right. no, none of them fell off. No hammer toe. No bunions. No, I don't know how that happened. My knees are not aligned with my feet in any way, shape, or form. But my feet are fine. And when I learned yoga anatomy, I had to like um, learn a whole new appreciation for the foot. So while I'm not like yay feet, I mm. can appreciate it on like a um, like a miracle of engineering kind of level. You know, your foot is a miracle. The way your foot well, moves with every you, step you take, though, respect you your ever, feet. If you've ever undergone ref- reflexology, holy hello, hello feet. Okay, for I the non-granola eater in the room, do you know what reflexology is, James? Yeah, you can like achieve orgasm if you right hit the right spot on your foot. And, That's but it's, the but one it's good thing for that all the different is. parts of you, like your foot, pretty is much to all the other parts of your body. Apparently, yeah. I see. I, there's a part of me that feels like that's also like I don't know if you guys saw the beginning of the show, but I'm completely fascinated with the idea of the placebo effect, and I feel like if you believe that your foot is connected to the rest of your body, that maybe 
you'll just feel like that. But maybe it is, maybe it isn't, you know? It is. The original, the original placebo effect studies were only for pain relief. Yep. It, 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 there is a difference because uh, there is something, because the other day I'm, I had an accident a long, long time ago and I've been seeing a chiropractor and a physiotherapist to try and bring myself back in alignment. Um, now that I could afford it. So things got worse for several years before I couldn't because I kept on moving more into a bad position because my body was was basically bringing me down there on its own over time. So I basically have to basic, I, I basically, my body's basically turning in like this yeah. and I basically have to open myself up like that on this side. And it's it's working, but about a week and a half ago, for some reason, for about two and a half days, there was a cramp in my big toe on my right foot that was directly linked to something that was tight right in here. Yeah. And I went to the chiropractor, like this, and she activated this. My toe, five hours later, clear. There's the something of the muscles through the body, where they go and what's connected to what, and what you hear that pulls somewhere else on your body is absolutely freakish. Yeah, 100%. I, I had a blow your mind. I had simultaneous twitches once. Yep. Where it was my pinky and my eye. And they not only were twitching at the same time, but the same patterns. Yep. It was so weird. Like, yep. I had no fucking weird. idea. By it's the way, really Celsius Sea Witch remains the undisputed queen of funny. Where is Lockwood? Yes, 100% where's, that. I lulled. Where, I picked where, up my phone to try to chat, but I can't do chat and chat with you. Lachlan? It's Where is Lachlan? We said feed a bunch. So he should have That's my coming. baby. I love you. <laughs> that day with the toe, that day, it was the middle of the convoy. I had COVID for the first time. It was our 20th anniversary and we had made plans to like go do something awesome. But nope, we were stuck inside doing COVID and, uh, and that fucking toe. And we were talking about the convoy and then Dean just pivoted to the fucking toe and it <laughs> filled me with such joy. It's so disgusting. Amazing. Are you one of those girls that likes to pop zits and shit like that? Um, I am naturally like a picker. Like yeah. I like to. But do you yeah. like to see it come out and you get like that weird adrenaline? No. I don't like do you to know people look like that at the pimple popper videos. I know a lot. Yeah. I have a lot of yeah. people in yeah. my life who love oh. that. I just don't want to look at it at first. But if I watch a whole one, I'm gonna lose an hour. Like I, I can't. I don't get it. It's it's, it's disgusting, us, dude. It's us. It's so gross. Yeah. But that's the Is same he... revulsion that body revulsion that I have about pornography. But, I'm just like, oh Ugh, no. <laughs> I, I, I definitely have like a direct link to like monkeys because like I will take the tweezers and I will pluck the things out of your ears and I will like pluck the unibrow out like this. If you got things on your back like this, I will take them. Yeah, if, if you need help with your back, I'm your girl. Like, like this, practical I, I, skincare like this. help, I'm yours. Yeah. But see, here's the thing. like I will pop the pimples on my partner. No problem. Like I'll do the whole thing. Like I'll put the alcohol on it like this, like to like, wash my hands, click it like this, put and put the alcohol back and, and treat it like this. I don't like seeing the stuff come out and I can't watch the videos. It just makes me want to hurl. But for but there's a something like there are there are certain people for whom you go further yes. than you would. Like, Service. I hate touching people's feet. This I will massage my sweetie's feet. Yeah. Without socks. Even Ooh, see the without the socks, that's a big one. That's a big one, even without socks. But only like without socks. Nobody else's. Nobody oh, else's. Even socks. with socks, just I will not, I cannot. The feet just... under the socks have to be in good condition, though, because if the feet under the socks, if the calluses are catching on the sock fabric, yeah. Yeah, yeah. it's better to have no. Yeah. Mike loves to give foot massages. And when we first got together, I was like, don't fucking touch my feet. I will kick you. And he was Same like, here. why? 
And I was like, because it's a look, look at my feet. My feet are so fucked up. And he was like, it's a foot. What the fuck do you like? Yeah. I'm not expecting beautiful feet. I just want to give you a foot massage. Until I had yeah. reflexology. Do you have snowshoe feet? Is that, is that like you're, you have like size 18 feet or something? That's fucking mean. <laughs> I definitely but? wear. What size are your feet, James? <laughs> 10. Normal. 10 i wear uh at least a 10 or an 11 depending on the shoe. but that's a nine or an eight though right of a men's shoe yeah i have no idea yeah it is. why would you wear a man's shoe when you can wear women's shoes i'm just letting you know i say that, that all the say time your feet are 11 that means nine in men like, so i'm a, a giant person so yeah but they're also not super fucked up i have big feet from yeah. my height yeah i'm five six in my what size are you you're probably an eight and a half or normal for a five foot six guy right douglas me, yeah, eight, eight and a half shoe. Yeah, I'm, I'm depending. I'm a 10, 10 Why, because of the dancing with all the plies, it has to be wide foot, though, however. So oh, yeah. wide. So you, wide. My foot is like as wide as it is. When right? Ray said that one night, I think it was on a casual Friday where he was talking about how he can look at people's feet and like know what you, what sport you, you did so or you'd whatever. Come, yeah. you, you'd come handy in a snowstorm. I'll just yeah. send you I have a, st- I'm a sturdy base. Yeah, you want me to be at the base of the pyramid. Like, I. <laughs> Because she's like on the bed, the base, bed, the base. But no, handy in dance because you're the tallest. The so you're either at the front of the right. B or you're at the back of the right. line or you're the middle of the line or whatever. Right. It's so always you options. in the middle. So yes. It's good. You're, you're either at the center or anchoring the line. 100% that. Yep. And you have to have perfect rhythm because you always start everything. Because I, right. like you said, I competed in tap, right? So that, it's like, no, you have to that's have That's what I learned rhythm. about doing musicals. If they put you in the window between the two leads in the second <laughs> row in the back, like this, or if they put you at the front or the back, yeah. anchoring, or like, that's because you're a really good dancer. <laughs> 100%. They used to have to split me and my friend Brian up when we do like the Remembrance Day show in high school or whatever, because we'd always do a swing number. And they were like, we can't have the two of you together because it's just the two of you dancing and like everybody else trying to do something behind you. We have to split you guys. <laughs> both of us always had the worst dancer in the room to dance with so um guys we're yeah. gonna end it because i'm happy and i don't want it to fall back into a, a, a i'm so glad you're happy Yay, we did it Yay, yeah, we did it'll it. melt away by the time the intro or the outro is over but no 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 do not do that i'm gonna pull my care bear on you Hey, we love you so much don't worry I don't, that's not, i'm not looking for that i'm really not i'm not, like no i, I know it. but I that's the it. thing but that's the thing. I saw a really good quote about this, about like, did you have a shitty day or did you have a shitty five minutes in the morning? I, I, I had a sh- shitty. Right. I had like a 25, 30 minutes of shittiness separated in five different pockets, I guess I would say. Okay. There you go. Um, Time and release. Then, okay. And then I wanted to see my kids and I was uh, denied and that bothered me. Oh. Yeah. And no, not that's for any good bad. reason, but laziness. You know, it was just like, fuck, like, so that. But that's not your fault. I know it's not my fault, but but I can't see my kids. I could. I wanted to see my children, and and it was just like, I'm not used to this whole fucking idea that I have to fucking schedule to see my kids. I find that to be fucking ridiculous. And so, you know, and here and the thing is, and I won't talk about this after this, but like, I could push a button and have them back here. You know, like like a, like a legal button, not 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 like a criminal button, but an actual button. Mm. But I don't want to do that because I don't want them to get hit with shrapnel from the drama that my ex and I have. Mm. So the nuclear I, option. Like, so I'm allowing her to to do what she's doing, and I'm just like, I could push the button, <laughs> you know, mm. like because I feel like they are still getting hit with shrapnel because they wanted to see me too. You know, 
and then and then, then there's someone standing in that way. Anyway, um, but oh, James, you're making me think of Depeche Mode songs. Depeche Mode song "Precious" right now. Oh, oh, that's a reference I get. I love it. How was Depeche Mode live, Douglas? Oh my god! Well, yeah. it's the big, like the fifth or sixth time I see them. So I mean, oh. I'm. I'm, I'm oh, they're so good. So I was living vicariously through everybody that week when they were like seeing like they're going to be here in November, but I don't know if I'm going to be here in November. So we'll yeah, see. Yeah, they're coming back in November. So I'm thinking of going back and seeing them again the second time. It really was good. But the thing that the real the, the highlight of the show for me is when they did a, a pain that I am used to because mm. they didn't do the album version. They did the remix version. Generally like somebody, because especially the lyrics. It's Boo, somebody. Somebody's amazing. I love somebody. Oh, so do I. Somebody is the worst Depeche Mode song ever That's written. That's my audition my song grave. when they want a ballad. I always get the part. I created a song out of it because that's how much I love somebody. I, I totally, I'll send it to you, Douglas. You'll appreciate my, my somebody. James, you should listen to Precious. It's beautiful. Yeah. Precious, you'd love Precious. I don't like the name of it, but I might like the song. I hate mm. that word. God, it's, it's, it's about Schmiegel children. killed that word for me. I just... Yes, no, no. So it, it's oh, the precious. Yes, yes. Gotcha. It, it's not precious. <laughs> I have it with panties. You can say panties. I'm... You cannot say panties. It's like the hard T? Mm-mm. Mm-mm. Nope. Yep. It just adds a whole other layer to it that gives me the and, fucking see, and, and you can tell I'm gay because I'm only interested in pantries. Pantries. I like it. I don't understand that joke. Thank you. Oh, there's a cat. When are you getting your cat? Well, I talked to the lady from the pet store. To, not the pet store, but she, she owns a pet product store, but she knows where to get all the rescue cats. So, oh, But nice. I had a very specific kind of rescue cat I wanted. And so I wanted a male cat. I didn't want it to be big puppy cat. I wanted it to be either medium or short hair cat. And uh, I was hoping for fixed. But I, that's not a prerequisite, and it has to be under a year old, and that's what I've asked for. So she is on the hunt, and so hope, I hope it's a, like a part Russian blue because they're my favorite kitty cats. So. Ooh, Russian blues are so pretty. Yeah, yeah. That's okay. awesome. There you go. Get a cat. That's going to be fantastic. Yeah. Okay, everybody. Um, mm-hmm. Douglas and Jen, thank you for a very unorthodox uh, – I don't even know what to title this episode when I post it on uh, Apple. Like, I don't know what to call it. But um, – you know, I'm gonna the call positivity this, episode. <laughs> how about this? The go fuck yourself Starlink episode because it just really kind of ruined the whole thing for me. <laughs> James gets happy. Yeah. No. Can we start doing like the way people are like, thanks, Trudeau? Can we start being like, thanks, Elon? No. <laughs> I, well, every time I tweet about him, I call him Lon E, L O N, capital E, because I figure he probably has some algorithm going through to see who he's been and taking check marks off from, so I don't want to call him Daddy Elon or Lean, so I just call him Lon E. I think Elon Musk is like one of the most mischaracterized people right now. Did you, probably. Did you guys watch but, the Surprise. 20, did you guys watch the 20-minute um, interview with Bill Maher the other day? I haven't seen it yet, but I have it on my list. If you watch, I made it about 30 seconds in and I had to turn it off. I yeah, was, see, like, fled in a haughty rage. Are you being serious right now? Okay. Yes. Ugh. No. Ugh. Okay. Well, you need mm. to shed that because the if you watch the entire interview, you're just like, and you didn't no. have a pre and you didn't have a predisposition <laughs> or a narrative to fulfill. Um, no. you, you'd be able to watch it and you'd be like, you know what? He's not a fucking rabid right winger. He's not a fucking like crazy. He's like, just a shit know. disturber. He's a professional he's a, shit disturber. He's a he's a very rich, very smart troll. 
right? But he's not a fucking like monster or like you know, I don't even. I think like fifteen hundred dead monkeys would care to diff, like would beg to differ. Do you know what? how many monkeys he killed with Neuralink? Look into how many animals died in that project. Is that like a Bill no. Gates thing? Like who killed a bunch of kids with vaccines? Is it the same Google kind of Google is rumor? free. Look it up. It's a public record. You could look up the been... public record of Bill Gates probably too. I don't know. These Elon are... Musk likes to dabble in our country and I don't like that. And he's a smug little fuck. And my favorite um, nickname you know for him CB... was you... Apartheid Clyde. Did you know that the CBC actually did uh, say they were going to sue Twitter if they didn't ban a bunch of people uh, from what they called their enemies list? Like, that's true. Okay. Right. That's worse than Elon Musk. <laughs> okay. So, CBC, so just all of the CBC, like the, all of them. Just the executives who make all the decisions. <laughs> okay. That's Fair it. enough. No, anyways, um, on that note. No, no I've no, never no. been a fan. I've never been a fan. I'm not a big, big Elon Musk I'm fan. It's like either. setting up just, franchises everywhere. I'm not a fan off. either. I just think that the caricature is just so overdone. It's just like, oh my God. Like, well, you really, look, like, let's be honest. About, He's not helping the monkeys. I don't know about the monkeys. Okay, I'll, I'll look it up. That's fine. But I mean, Tesla is probably better good than bad for the world, right? Like electric cars. I know that they it takes a lot to produce them and the mm. batteries and everything and this and that, but they're not burning fucking gasoline when they drive. So there has to be some And I'm very glad that the people who invented that electric car um, had a company that they couldn't fund and Elon Musk bought it. Yeah, great. That's awesome. That's just as good well as done. like being that that's better than being a genius who sits in his house and doesn't do anything. It's it's he's not a genius, maybe he's rich, but he He's rich. He that's all he is, is rich. But it's how, just this like I'm a rich playboy smart? genius. I don't know. I don't know enough about him to know. I know that, that there's like a whole slew of dead monkeys. Anyway. I don't have to like him. I don't have to be bipartisan. One thing that I am never am is completely objective. I can't. Like, uh, I have Fair opinions enough. on things. Yeah. I agree. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Jen, Douglas, thank you very much for joining us. On Good Captain night, James. Friday. Good I night, Douglas. It. Douglas, you it was guys, so nice to hang out and chat. You guys carry the show. Thank Let's you so do much. it again. I appreciate it. Yeah. Okay. Well, I love you. Absolutely. Anytime. It's love and it's real. That will be the kiss that ends it. And Douglas, you want to do that too? Absolutely, my friend. Mm-hmm. And bye, everyone. Came. Don't, 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 don't do okay, that. Don't dodge the kiss. You know you want it. Yeah, there you go. That's right. right. That's right. right. I'll see you next don't time. shun the love. Don't shun the love. I won't. <laughs> <laughs> love you, my friend. Love you, man. Have a good night, everyone. Have a great weekend. Okay. We'll see you next time. I'll block both. Black more. Black, black, black more. Super Friends is a monthly meeting of five podcast producers. Hi, I'm Catherine O'Brien from Branch Out Programs in Baton Rouge, Louisiana. I'm John Gay from Jagged Detroit Podcasts. I'm Matt Kundal from the Sound Off Podcast Network. I'm David Yes from Pod 617, the Boston Podcast Network. And I'm Johnny Peterson from Straight Up Podcasts. Together, they form the Podcast Super Friends, an alliance of podcast masterminds sharing best practices, insights, and discussions to help make you a better podcaster. 
follow or subscribe to the show on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts, or at soundoff.network. Come on, let's go to the Blue Hotel. The podcast that goes everywhere the imagination dares. It's for the open-minded, the pleasure seeker. It's Jeff Woods with the new podcast about relationships and sexuality, theme-based with special guests, the Blue Hotel Hotline, and every episode climaxes with an adult bedtime story. Get a room and listen in at the Blue Hotel. Begins Friday, September 23rd.